just the two of us. We can make it if you can, just the two of us. Welcome to the Road Clip Podcast, just the two of us. Me and Franco the Mustache, just <laughs> the two of us. What's up, Franco? How you doing, man? Yo, chilling. It's been a crazy week, man. Beautiful Saturday, though, right? Yeah, it was we, a beautiful we Saturday. Had beautiful rain last night. That was crazy. A little humidity. Because I was here last night at the studio till what time? About eight. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. So I drove. I drove straight to. Um, I picked up Desiree and went to the Fry's food market. Went grocery shopping. It was Friday nice and, night. Yeah, you know it was nice and clear out. By the time I walked out, it was fucking pouring rain. Yeah. I was like, "What the hell? Where did this rain come from?" And then I got that message on my phone, like, don't drive if not necessary. The flood warning. There could be floods till 4 a.m. Very dangerous. On Very Friday dangerous, the 13th? Like, two weeks ago, it was like a river in front of my house. That shit was wild. Like, straight up a river. Little girl passed by in her in her, <laughs> in her tube. I was like, damn. In a canoe? In a canoe. That, no, not that. a canoe, but she was in the, what do you call it, inflatable tubes, like when you go tubing? Yeah. A and little was, girl? Yeah, a little girl. Her dad was walking next to her. But <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. It's like they're straight up river. Somebody's whole big old pot of plant fucking passed by floating deserts. Go get it. Did you? I tried to do that show. That, that stream was going fast. How are they build these streets? It's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like the way the water flows. And then they clear it up like in a couple hours. Once that sun comes out in Phoenix, it's yeah. like, boom, yeah. here you go. Everything dries up. Except you're nice and face. humid. Yeah, nice and humid. Ooh, balls sticking to my legs. But yeah, it feels great right now. Got here this morning. Fogged up the auditorium. assembly room, the auditorium. Yeah. Thank you for that shout out. Oh yeah, no, that was dope. That was cool. I know they were they were really the family was really touched by that. Like oh, because they're they're really. They're really cautious. So we're having an event here. And, uh, um, well, that's like kind of one of the things that start off the week. It was, uh, bad news to, for the Larios family. Um, friends of the family, the whole family that's friends of the, uh, the studio. Uh, their dad, the father passed away, um, rather suddenly. He had some, some health problems, but, uh, yeah, he passed away. So we're offering up the space. There's some space here in the auditorium uh, for them to have their family reception and uh, or the, the funeral reception. Because, dude, they, that's the thing, dude, with funerals, dude, they, people, there's so much money to be spent. Like, halls are start at, like, $500. and That's minimum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, bro, like, don't even, like, just come and... Um, I mean, that's how it should be. Yeah. Why is there extra stress that's got to be put on families? And then we've been, you know, setting up tables and chairs. Thank you for helping set that up too. But oh, you're um, they were. Uh, it's one of those things, you know. You're there for your community, and you. Everybody came together yeah. one way or another. Yeah. Because I wasn't expect. I was coming here to throw away some bushes I had in the yeah. back. Because <laughs> there's a big dumpster here, and I was like, "Damn, I was gonna, I was gonna allegedly go to the old spot and yeah. just dump it there, oh. where the bands practice." Yeah. That's the only place I could think. I was doing it at the school in front of my house, but now there's security guards. But during COVID, yeah, they had those big dumpsters wide open, <laughs> so I just drive up to it at night because yeah. I be that I got a big old tree in front of my house, 
and that motherfucker just grows. Like, from the time I moved in there to now, it's going to be two years in October. That thing's, like, doubled in size easily. It's a mesquite tree, right? I think so. Yeah, those trees grow crazy. You don't even got to water them either. So when it rains, it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? It's well, like the, you gave them steroids. And you don't, you don't have, um, the ones you have don't have thorns, huh? No, those don't have thorns. The ones that do have thorns? Fuck, dude. Oh, that's why I was like, nah, I can throw yeah. it away. They're, but, like, dude, you can use those shits as weapons. Actually, they they do use them in weapons. Like, they would build huts out of them to keep, um, or at least, like, fences to keep, like, you know, wild animals out. Because of the, the thorns oh, on them. Oh, it makes sense. Big, yeah. And then the the drier they get, the sharper they break yeah. it. Yeah. I've gotten attacked by a couple of those before. You got thorned up. So, yeah, tomorrow it's going down to, what is it, a memorial service? Tomorrow? Oh, no, no. T- it's the funeral. And then they had the, you know, they had the reception at, you just at the house. Mm-hmm. Because that's another thing where they're like, you know, the families are like, hey, come over to the house or whatever. But it's like, there's not enough space. It's crowded, you know, whatever it is. So, hey, I got the space over there. Let's just have it at the, and um, I don't know, man. It's it's a good feeling when you see the relief of somebody. Like, one, it's one less thing, right? But not only that, but it's just like, hey, don't, like, you know, we got you, whatever it is. And that kind of goes into what we're talking about. I think it was the last episode we're talking about Jamal. And we, you know, just had that moment. But it was like when he was saying, you know, how he wished he would have seen his cousin or he went to go do that. And I was like, you can't do that, right? Because, like, there's a couple times I wanted to go see his, um, I called him Pops. Like, he was like a, another dad to me. But uh, his name's Robert Larios. And uh, I wanted to go see him. Just say what's up. Because, like, I grew up with them. Like, and they 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 just, all, like, their whole family. Like, especially the parents that were always, like, really cool with my mom. And um, they've always been there for us. So I'd just like to go say what's up to them. But COVID and the dad, like I said, he had his health problems. So, like, house that house was, like, on lockdown, like, legit. Like, um, when it's, like, when people, there was a whole process, right? And they were really, co- co- like, the, um, his sons wouldn't do stuff. Like, they were on lockdown, so they wouldn't accidentally take something over, you know? It was, it was one of those situations. And, uh, yeah, and now he's no longer with us here on Earth, but... Um, Did he get COVID or... No, no. no. It was, um, essentially his heart just stopped. Like, it was, just, that was his body just, that was it. And um, not a heart attack, it was, but his, like, heart stopped. Um, like, he went to use the restroom and essentially kind of really just dropped dead. And his son saw him, you know, laid him out, was giving him CPR. Um, ambulance came. Then at the hospital, they're like, he's hooked up to machines, like we're keeping him, like he's alive. But they're like, we can't, there's nothing like they can do. And um, so, you know, waited for, you know, what, and they, uh, he went that way. Um, like where the kids could go and, you know, see him one last time. Uh but yeah, bro, that's all. Just, it's it's just crazy. Like I said, we're talking about that and talking about those very specific things, and you know, it's a uh, mortality is a real fucking. It's wild, bro. Yeah, it's been, dude. Yeah. It's been it's been happening a lot yeah. recently. It seems like, dude. But and then you know, but you on the reverse side of that, you know, congratulations to the Ortega family. You know, Hi, Prody. Congratulations, Prody. 
Yeah, he's officially a dad now. Officially a father, Noah. Yeah, Noah. Noah ten, Ortega. Ten pounds, what, 22? Ten pounds, three ounces. Yeah, and like, 22 inches long or something. Yeah, dog. Oscar's 22 <laughs> inches long. He's already like a year and a half. <laughs> a year of four months. He's already like Oscar size, another ten pounds. Oscar's like twenty two, twenty four pounds, I think, around there. Is he? He's a mini Oski. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations to Broly. He he'll be here uh, next week, I think. Next Wednesdays or next Saturdays, probably next Saturdays episode. He probably won't be here for Wednesdays. Yeah. But then probably for Saturday. So, shout out to Broly. Congratulations. Yeah, that's why he, he's in my. So, yeah, wish him the best. Healthy yeah. baby, big baby. Ready to throw chingazos already. <laughs> no, you're right, dude. That's, I mean, that's the circle of life. Yeah. We got to make room as you get more, as you get older. You got to make room for the what, the up-and-comers. Fucking ants crawling on me. No way. Fuck <laughs> yeah, I thought it was uh Was it the small one or that big-ass one? one? Oh, those those bite, though. Yeah, it could be on my sh- Have you yeah. ever been bit by one of the big ones? Oh, fuck yeah. Does those hurt? Like, yeah, like stings. Dude, Julio, Julio's house really? outside. I got fucking attacked hard. Damn. I had like twenty bites on top of my feet. Just I was like swollen. No, it's just little tiny. Yeah, but a bunch of bumps. Yeah, my shit. Yeah, little tiny ones. Like my shit don't get too swollen. By the big ants. The little ones. Oh, bunch of little ones. And then I just put. I had to use that chloroform. What is it called? That pink stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Clundine or some shit. Clarendine. The itch, the itch cream. The itch cream. Cause damn, I was scratching the shit out of it that night, trying to sleep. Yeah. I was like, I need to fucking find some itch cream because uh, Victoria always, whenever she gets bit, yeah, she wants that shit. Cause I tell her, don't scratch that shit. She's like, what well, fucking itches? So be, ah, it's itching. It's fucking itches, Dad. You fucking idiot. And I was like, damn, why are you talking to me like Dang. that? Why are you talking to me like that? You're not white. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do that in front of your mom, especially. Dang. Her mom will lay down the, cha- the more than a chancla. Some chop, some chop suey, some chop Dang. judo. A judo chop. Judo chop. <laughs> judo chop. Swing around by her pigtails like Matilda. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I was that kid that I always played in uh, the ant piles and shit. I was always playing with the ants. So I was always getting bitten up by them. The the red ants, the black ants, the little ants. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really fuck with ants. I always get bit, though, because I always wear chanclas, though. Yeah. So yesterday, there was a few crawling on me right here at the studio on the grass. Yeah. I was on the grass. I was like, motherfucker, get off of me. And then I just saw that big-ass one right now. He gave it a little bit of smoke. I was like, yeah. don't kill it, Franco. <laughs> we put the blunt up to his face. Don't worry, bro. I'm just going to get him high. Yeah, there's a little ant problem outside now. They, they haven't came to spray this place down, huh, since the school Fuck closed no. down? Yeah, not at all. Shit, I could do that, too. You want yeah. to do it? At least this part, our yeah. part. With some insecticide? Yeah, I got the stuff. Yeah. I, I got the pump and everything, dude. I get the official shit that or- Oracle uses. What was that called? You have a backpack? Is it Oracle? Oric? Oric. <laughs> Nah, just a tank. Or is that, wait, Orc's a vacuum. Orthoman? Ortho. Is it Orthoman? Is it Ortho? One of those. Used to go to the school where I used to work at and spray down the building. And my pops asked him one time, like, hey, what the fuck do you use, homie? He's like, oh, you can't buy this at stores. He's like, oh, but here, I'll give you this one. 
So he gave him the rest of what he had. He's like, don't tell nobody. It's like illegal to do this. For real? Yeah. And then, like, when he got it, it was when he, he ran out, dude, like, a couple years after. Because it was pretty big. And you just use a little bit. And I Googled it, and I found it on Amazon. It's like 40 bucks a container. But that shit lasts. Every time I buy it, it lasts me, like, two or three years. It's called, there's one called Ortho. It's a red label? Yep, red label. Yeah. So it was that guy, the Ortho man. He hooked my dad up. Because, you know, my dad, you know, Paisas in general probably do this, but my dad for sure. He'll ask motherfuckers for free shit, you know, like the, <laughs> like if he's at work and so food like that fool, you know, he yeah. asked him for the, for the veneno to use to kill the, the shit, but it works, dude. You do it twice a year and that motherfucker yeah. controls the shit out of everything. And you'll know when you need it again because you'll start seeing whatever again, the ants or whatever, the pests is fucking with your shit. But definitely keeps them out of your house. I usually do the perimeter outside yeah. and the windows and the doors and then in the inside too. Because it's not harmful to kids once it's dry or pets. Just put on a piece of toast. Let them eat it. I mean, I don't know. Eh? I'll try it with my dog, not with my daughter. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Maybe Oscar. I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know if it's that, if it goes that deep. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's soaking it up in the breath. But I, once it dries on the surface, I guess, I guess it's not harmful to pets. But it keeps the pest the fuck out. I don't know how true. I mean, yeah, I attest to it. It's true. I forgot the name of that shit. But I got a little container. We'll come and spray the oh, studio yeah. down, dog. Yeah, Keep yeah, these yeah. motherfuckers away from my feet. The feet and... Wait, how's it do with mosquitoes? Uh, it eliminates them. Mosquitoes. I mean, they'll be around, but they won't, they'll die. Because mosquitoes <laughs> are fucking impossible to get rid of. Hey, which episode? I'm mean, gonna change the subject completely. Put uh, no, up. W- was the episode that uh, was, <laughs> this goes the way? So, Casuava uh, hit me up, Abe, and uh, it's, <laughs> it's funny. There's the way like people talk because sometimes it's not even like a hey, what's up or whatever. They just go right into it. So he's like, hey, which episode was it where you're talking about me trying to get you to fuck that fat bitch? <laughs> oh shit. Did you tell him? I was like, was it the last one? Did or? you find it? No, I did. I, I told him, I was like, I think it's the last one. I was like, I it was towards I, the I end. I think I put it on the, hold on, watch. I put it as, <laughs> as a description. But that shit made me Franco fucking laugh. set up with the cow. I think I put it in the description. Yeah. So let me see. That shit was. It's got to be like episode. Oh, he's trying to, he's trying to find it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go maybe episode 244. Let's see. And Franco gets set up with the cow, yeah. Episode two forty four. Two forty four. And that uh, it's probably towards the end. Tell him, just tell him two forty four. So yeah. he listens to the whole thing. So he's all he's like can be waiting for that moment, bro, because you don't talk about it till almost the end. No, yeah. It might be the end. That shit was fucking funny though. Still think about that. That's funny. He called you and asked you about it. Yeah, he texted me. Or messaged me. I forget what we talk about sometimes. Oh yeah, well. Oh, we're talking about horse. <laughs> that, that was the right thing. hooked up with somebody or at least taking the girl so your boy could I wish. do his thing? You never done that? Nah, fuck no. Brody? Done what? Bro, I'm a leader, not a follower. Like that? if your homie's like, hey, dude, I'm trying <laughs> to get like, this hey, girl, punto. whatever. Like, and you step in to take the homegirl, take her home, take her out to eat. So, yeah, episode 244. Get suave. Better mm-hmm. listen to it. 244. 
Yeah, time, time to play it right now, bro, while he's cutting hair. Time to go live. Go live and then play that shit. Or should I just hit him up right now? Watch. Let me hit him up. See if he answers. I'm going to hit him What's up through. Anyway, I'm going to hit him up through the video conference call right here on Instagram. Let's see if we could get a hold of this vato. Where are you? Where are you, Holmes? Okay. Get Suave Barbershop. Get Sloppies. Get Sloppies. Let's get him on the podcast right now. We're trying to get a hold of Get Suave Barbershop AKA 2018. King AKA King Koopa. Make sure to fo- give him a follow on Instagram. Get Suave Barbershop 2018. No underscores. Just business. Is it even ringing? Contacting. Are you on live or? Should, yeah, I mean. No, oh, no, no. I'm you, doing it through. You have to call, yeah. I'm just trying to call him, but he ain't answering. I don't know. If the, maybe the internet service isn't fast enough here. That could be it. Are you using this internet? Uh, no. The my, Wi-Fi? Just the one for my phone. Oh. The 5G. Because mine's not working either. When I'm you, trying, my, you tried? My phone's, yeah. Oh, so it's probably, it's probably going to be the case. Damn, does he? Maybe the storm took out a, a cell phone tower. Oh, maybe. Let me try one more time. Get rid of the, get a hold of this guy. Now it's working. Hey, shout out to that dude, bro. He did the, did you guys see him do the haircuts at that school for free? No. Back to school? Right. I don't know, some high school. But that's dope, you know what I'm saying? Hooking it up with free haircuts for the community. Yeah, back to school. Yeah, there's a bunch of barbers there, and they were getting down. He He took his team with him. It was like five dudes cutting hair, or like couple couple dudes and a and a girl. But yeah, shout out to that vato. Que suave barbershop. He does a lot King of stuff Koopa. like that, dude. Like he'll do like uh, he, he does the homeless too. Yeah, uh, he'll homeless, set up in the middle yeah. of right there, Skid Row, Skid, Skid Row Phoenix. He just said he showed me the little spot where he sets yeah. up. He's I'll bring my speaker. Yeah, set it's up the all music. a vibe, bro. It's all a vibe. And let's do it. He's like, give him a quick fucking one two next yeah. one two. Next, I mean, they ain't leaving with the solid ten. You know, they're getting about eight, sevens, eights. Give them that King Cooper look. You know, we ain't giving them the mullets. That's like a specialty right now is those mullets, huh? New notification. Did he try to call me or what? No, see, it's not. It's not going through. It just keeps saying video chat ended. Video chat. Yeah, valiendo verga, way. So what's up, Franco? Or you you got some Burger King earlier today? What'd you get? An Impossible Whopper? Nah, I got that bacon. It's like a bacon Whopper or something. Because they had that buy one, get one for a dollar. Oh, nice. Yeah. But it's like eight bucks still. For two, though, huh? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like... You could have got two meals for fucking ten bucks. For ten bucks, right? Yeah. But they had a... So I said, hey, can I get the... I said, can I get two... I think I said like bacon cheeseburgers or something. And I can't remember what he said. And uh, I was like, well, what's the one? That's the buy one, get one free or whatever. He said, oh, and he had another name for it. <laughs> but I saw on the fucking the the price, window. the price thing, it had like two bacon cheeseburger or whatever it was. And it was like, they were like $1.50 each. They were, they were like cheap as fuck. Oh, from the and dollar I like, menu. I, I, didn't, I didn't know oh, Burger King has a dollar menu. Like. So I was like, hey, what the fuck was that? And then, all right, next window, please. And then he's like, all right, cool. And then <laughs> I just went through. So I, if I go back, I'm like, wait, that was cheaper. You know what I mean? And 
Yeah, so no, more gave, economical, you know. Yeah, he give you like the top dog. Yeah, so I was because like, I just honestly, if I, when I go to Burger King, I just look at what they're advertising. I was like, oh, okay, give me that. I don't because honestly, I don't know what the fuck's going er, on. Everything tastes like shit. I mean, Burger Kings are right, but you think about it, it's like Water Burger's fire. That's I what a lot of people night. say, man. That's crazy. A lot of people like Water Burger. On my way home, I got the chicken. It's a spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, fuck, so fire, dog. Dude, what I like getting from there is um, their biscuit. They have like a... The honey butter chicken biscuit? Is that what it is? Hell With yeah. With like chicken fingers in it or some shit? I don't know. Oh, I haven't tried that one. Oh, no, no. You know what I'm it's sorry? It's a patty melt, right? No, no, no. Sorry, excuse me. Oh, no, a patty melt with beef. I There's think. one... Uh, it's a barbecue chicken, like toast. It's like with the with the sandwich bread kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. That's where I get that, and then they have a breakfast one that's good too. But dude, yeah. I got the spicy chicken sandwich. It comes with like tomatoes and onion and all that, and then I put a dump the whole thing of barbecue in there, and then the onion rings. I didn't even know they had onion rings. Bomb. It's some on the mi- super bomb, bro. It has like the perfect snap, and then inside that chicken sandwich with with uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah. It was game over, dog. Um, in and out, you like In and Out, right? I do, yeah. I, last time I went there was with you. Yeah. When we were at my house, and then yeah. after a fight or something, was that after election night? Yeah, that's what it was. We're all right. drunk already. Yeah, allegedly. Um, I don't get this rivalry that people have between Whataburger and In and Out. How yeah, that it's started? A different spots, you know what I mean? I don't understand how that came to be. Whataburger is like a all around. In and out's just for burgers. It's just for burgers. But a lot of people hate on In and Out too. They do. I don't understand it. I just it's fire. I like it. it. Do you like Smash Burger? Uh you ever been there? I've eaten there. I don't care for it. I mean it's good. It's good though. Yeah, I remember better it. than McDonald's this year, right? Yeah. I yeah, like burger McDonald's. shops, just like whatever Fuck yeah. like the one on twenty seventh Avenue Van Buren. Now it's called Burger Shop, right? Yeah. The Burger Shop. The Burger Shop. There's the one on, I think, Indian School on like 51st or 35th. Some, dude, that's a fire breakfast burrito. Is that the one on 27th Ave in Van Buren? Yeah. And then there's one on Van Buren and like past 35th Ave on the left. It's called like California Burger or some shit like that. Yeah. That one's fire, dude. They got the burger combos. Really? It's like one of those spots, though. They sell everything. You yeah. could go have a, you could have two eggs right there, some hash browns and some bacon if you want. Or so a breakfast burrito. We, uh, we've been kind of going. We've been uh, me and the homies. We've been hitting up uh, just different food spots, trying like out new stuff or what. Yeah, just kind of like you know, get tired of the same things. So, hey, where are we gonna exactly. go today? You know. So we got a little, um, a little crew, and uh, we've been going through this pastrami fi- thing since like fuck, since like April. Just like you know, trying to see what, what, what who has a good pastrami and. In uh, Phoenix, you know, or Arizona. The burger shop, bro. The one on, on Dude, 35th yeah. Avenue, Thomas. So I looked it up. I looked it up, and I was like, best pastrami, whatever. And burger shop kept popping up. So then I haven't been there yet, but I've always, because um, I've gone to the one on 27th Avenue and uh, um, Van Buren. I've been going to that one since I was like a kid. Like that's where, like been there yeah. forever, bro, since Dude, I was a kid. We, I'll just get a, a grilled ham and cheese. And um, the grilled cheese is fucking bomb. Is it fire? Yeah. But uh, I'll get the grilled um, ham and cheese and, like, uh, french fries and a soda. Like, that'll be my, my meal. And uh, I recently got it again. <laughs> this shit is fucking bomb. Then I get that in the, you know, just the different burgers. 
But since I seen pastrami now, I'm gonna go in there just for that. It's dude. so good, bro. Yeah. And it's fat. They just it's like stuffed with yeah. pastrami. It's all greasy. So good. Damn. Yeah. I don't think it's so. No, I don't think it's greasy. It's juicy. Yeah. It's so good, dude. That's my that's my go to meal there. Mm-hmm. Definitely a pastrami sandwich. There's one in Cali that I used to go to as a kid that says Burger Basket. Burger Bastard? Burger Basket. It's, it's right there on one uh, crazy Four Corners. I forgot the name of those fucking streets. That's how long I haven't lived there anymore. What's Four Corners? Up in Lake Elsinore. Is, it, is that the name of the street? Or is, is, no, we is, call it Four Corners. There's two Four Corners. Like, which one? What side of the lake? What? Like the one on the, my side of the lake. <laughs> Wait, what's Four Corners? Or what is it? It's just the Four four corner street lights there's an ampm there's a across the street from the ampm there's a a china what's it called liquor store caddy corner there's a chevron and then there's a on the other corner there's a auto zone so right behind that chevron was the burger basket sns burger basket yeah so fire dude chili cheese fries there <laughs> fuck it's like a pound of food, too. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, just big old tray of chili. I used to get that. I used to get pastrami there. Or they had this thing called a bacon avocado cheeseburger. Damn, that sounds bomb. Fuck, dude. And it's fat with the sesame seed bun. Like, the real big old bun. Two slices of fucking burger. A bunch of cheese. The avocado. Some bacon. Lettuce. Tomato. And then I like to put ketchup in those also, motherfuckers. Uh, dip, dip in ketchup. Dip in ketchup. Yeah, because you pump your ketchup there. Yeah. Kind of like in and out. I wonder. They probably don't do that anymore nah, since COVID. I think it's pack. It's a packets. Yeah. Or no, or they give it to you. Mm-hmm. Even the chilies now, they give them to you in a little. They're like in cellophane or whatever. Yeah. Remember before you could grab whatever you wanted, but COVID, COVID got rid of all that shit. Fuck COVID. Yeah been two years almost dude you know it's crazy man i mean i'm again i don't know how i i, I see it from reddit that's usually work because the the reddit the reddit <laughs> i'm not old that's why i refer to as the reddit the reddit machine uh from reddit i, I did it through the I'll, reddit uh, machine i look on uh i watch cnn uh fox news and just kind of wherever else but i try and actually try and get like both i try and see like how uh, they're spinning it they're so like, annoying ju- just to listen to them like god damn and it's pretty like you get a good idea of what's of what's being um portrayed by both sides yeah on like what news stories like now they're only talking about covid right and um there's a lot of other stuff that's kind of been happening but it's the laws that are being passed um through through covid right and uh and that's what that's what's crazy because in like like Reddit you're kind of getting the more sensational sensationalism of it right like and it's more like kind of like funny but it's also like you're you're seeing people freak out because of um, mask mandates right but on the news the news is telling you why to freak out. And then you're seeing it happen in front of you through Reddit. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so 
I, I've been getting my so that's kind of where I've been kind of watching my sources because because none of this is happening in my communities. Think about that. I'm really not seeing any of that playing out through. And I, I like to say I'm a, a very involved person, and I really haven't seen stuff like that happen. No. So and that's just here. That so so I, I I'm saying all that because that's the PC kind of like more try to be articulate and just before I go into what I'm what I'm going to say. Um. But it's been crazy watching, like, a lot of fucking, like, all the shit that's going on in Florida. Like, Florida's fucking crazy right now, dude. Like, What's going down in Florida? I so, don't even know. So DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, uh-huh. he's telling people, um, or he said there there will be no, uh, mass, be no mandates. mass mandates and anything like that, that even if it comes down from a national level, um, kind of like. Kind of like, fuck you, like, big fuck government, you, yeah. you know, like, we're our own people type of shit. Uh, we're ran by the state, you know, the state chose whatever. Um, we didn't choose the state, yeah. the state chose us. <laughs> and then, now he's, then he said he's going to take away funding for any schools that put in mask mandates or rules. And already, there's already like four teachers that have died within 24 hours. For real? Yeah. There's 40, and then they started to say over like a two-day period. They died of COVID? Yeah, for COVID issues within two fucking days. That was, dude's here. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. So four teachers. Hey, come through. So four teachers died of COVID. Yeah, so four teachers died of COVID. What up, what up? Got Risha just walked in. What's up, bro? How you doing? You could, yeah, you could, you could take on that mic. Just put it in front of your face, and I think you should be you should be. Straight, straight in the narrow. Let's see what's up, man. How you doing? You get a little closer to that mic if you want. You can pull it towards you if you want. There you go. Is that better? Yeah, let me get a mic check real quick. Mic check. Let me turn you up a little bit. One more mic check. Mic check. Huh. Is it this mic? Yeah, it should be this one. Let me see what cord is it. It's this one. Yeah, okay. Mic check one more time. Let's see. Mic check. One two one two. One two one two. Let me turn you up a little more. One more time. Mic check one two one two. Maybe get a little bit closer to right here. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right, cool. You can just want to scoot up towards you too. Yeah. Yeah, you can put it towards the edge. Yeah, there we go. How y'all doing this morning? Oh, uh, we're good, bro. We're covering uh what's going down right now. We're talking about what's happening in Florida. How like the teachers that who are dying from COVID and they're not uh they're not um Oh, so the, the the, so the He's talking about Governor DeSantis and uh, basically putting the mandate that's the anti-mask mandate that if a school puts in these protocols, he's going to um, strip away funding from the schools. Um, so, yeah, but like then it's showing like the, these conferences that are going on, these parent-teacher conferences and like the shit that like parents I see, are really oh, saying. I saw a video of them fucking getting down outside. Were they throwing down? Yeah. Oh, shit. Not throwing down. Yeah. This is a bunch of white people, so there's not going to be really fist flying, a lot of shit talking. Yeah. In front of the sheriffs, though, they're all, like, threatening each other. Yeah. Sheriffs don't give a fuck. That's white people. It's crazy. But if it's us. Oh, they, yeah. They'll fucking throw you on the one of us on the ground. Yep. Not both of us. You're a threat to society, sir. Just to make a, just to make a point. Yeah, so four teachers have died in, what, in the past week? In the past, in one day. From COVID? From COVID, yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah. How old were these teachers? Wild. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I, I, I didn't I, know about this. Yeah. And um, 
or COVID related related uh, causes. So I don't know if they've been sick for a while either. And then now, like school is set to open, I think over there in a week is from what I read. They haven't opened yet. No, over here we're yeah on and cracking already. So, and I know like in um, the Roosevelt School District, it's mandated that the kids wear masks. So I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. Um, it's outside or is she outside? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think like Texas is right behind them too. Like we're but going past the school system, it's uh, it's um, what the fuck's going on with them? Florida. I think it's just everybody. Texas, like it's oh Texas. This what I got to look into, but like where they're not taking any protocol against, and that's uh, Abbott, I believe his name is. And they're not taking any. They're basically talking about my, my liberties, right? My, you're 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 oppressing me, and it's their freedom. How they're taking funding from the schools, right? If they do mass mandates, oh yeah, all that shit. Like what the fuck? How does that make that makes no sense, dude? It's but what now? What's happening is Texas is so underwater with the I, no ICU beds and all that stuff that um they're asking other states to send like their nurses and send help. But it's like, dude, if you're not taking any precautions, dude, why am I going to send my staff? Why am I going to send more people there to risk dying? Like, that makes no sense. Um, so it's wild, man. Like, because, I, I mean, I understand, like, because we talked about this last time. Um, I went through the list of why people don't want to take, why people may not want to take the shots, right? Where it's like it was rushed. You know, you don't, who knows if it's effective, the long-term effects. That's one of my things. I've talked about that for a while is, I don't know what the long-term effects are of this, like, shit. And usually that takes about three months in the first three months. So I've waited three months, but within that three months, this new variant came out. So the like, what Delta the fuck? Variant. Yeah. So now I'm like, so now they have to create it. You know what I mean? So it's all. So anyways, um, that's my stance. Again, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not saying I, I'm probably still going to get the shot regardless because it's, it's just It's so it's just dangerous at this point. Like you can't risk it. Like people are literally fighting to breathe, and like so many people who are anti-vax and all the shit. Um, it's crazy watching them die. Like watching them post their shit. Like oh you 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 live hard yeah, and blah darn. blah blah. And then there's a GoFundMe page for him. Fred the godson died of COVID, bro, and he was careful. Oh, shit. That yeah. dude died uh, like last year. See, while Oscar was born, I was in the hospital when that fool died. Damn! Like watching the news and shit, I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I went back just to see like what was cracking with him. If he was already sick or anything, nah, he was cool. But they always wearing the mask, everything like super careful all the time. Yeah, like that's what from his news from his feet. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I gathered. I was like, "Damn, that sucks, man." It's like this shit could hit anybody, bro, and you just never know how your body's going to react to it. Dude. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. Most people get through it like nothing, but there's still that 1% that are going to fucking die. Or what is it, less than 1%? I forgot. Yeah, I mean, but the still, survival like, rate. Still that, even that fraction is somebody's family member, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody's something. At the end of the day, it's still human life, but they show it to us as numbers. They don't really mean nothing. Uh, it's less than one percent dying. Like, yeah, it still sucks though that they're fucking dying. And it's um, 
And that's what's crazy about the whole thing about people talking about oppression and all this. It's just like the people that are saying that have never faced real oppression. And I'm not making it a race thing, but that's it's true, dude. If you're talking about wearing a mask and to just, like, wash your hands. Like, and it's crazy because, like, that that's... That it sounds ridiculous at this point to to how when people the comparison is to like uh, um, seatbelts, how how they're saying you know. Uh, oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I mean it's a good comparison, but it's like oh my liberties of to not wear a seatbelt and this and that you know it's against my freedom. But you get a ticket. Yeah, or like the vaccine passport, right? And it's like this this cop really try to a- ask me for my driving passport. Can you believe it, my friend? And, you know, they kind of made fun of it, but it, it it really is that argument when it's like if your argument could be flipped around that easily, then your argument's not that strong. And, again, I understand where people are coming from, but I'm not going to accept it because let's think about this shit logically, right? Even if it is a... Um, a man-made one, or it came from bat soup, or it came from whatever. It's out here. At the either end of way, the day, yeah. Yep. Either way, it's fucking killing people. Exactly. You know. Either way, it's fucking killing people. And either way, it's here. Yeah, you could take a seat right here, bro. And it's killing people, dude. And you know that's that's the fuck. That's the that's the truth of the matter. And for people to act. And then that's the other thing, right? You got a lot of politicians that are that are spreading this misinformation, but they themselves are vaccinated. And so and then like Rand Paul, so he's the senator from Kentucky, who's he's the one that's always um uh going against Fauci. Yeah, that right? dude so that's like Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. So that dude just came out or just his uh his wife Eight days before, like a bill was passed, or whatever, or like the whatever, it was something along those lines. But she has stock in—I um, forgot what the company Pfizer. is. Pfizer, not Pfizer. It's uh, Moderna. Starts with the R. Rough Riders, <laughs> Rough Rider condoms from but, the dollar store. But it's basically treatment for COVID. So for people that are sick, that oh, are going to get they this got treatment, the insight. Oh, they got that yeah. inside news of what's coming up next. So the more sick people there are, it's the more money they're going to make. But if people get the vaccine, they're not going to get sick, so they're not going to, you know what I mean? So you know like Tumex says, the rapper? Yeah. So he posted a video yesterday. He was in dialysis. Uh-huh. And he's like, like, the dude next to me just fucking died last week right in front of me. He's like, uh, a Russian doctor came in, and he told me, he's like, you know, fucking dialysis is going to kill you, too. And that fool goes, yeah, dog. And he was talking about, like, how they have a... Uh, they have this method. He's all, dude, there's a way they can regenerate your fucking, what's it called? Not your liver. Your kidneys? Your kidneys. He's all, but the, the government won't approve it. He's all, because they make more money off of fucking doing the dialysis. Yeah, keeping you sticking, keeping securing you, it. Yep. Yeah. He's all, but they could do that literally right now, regenerate a whole fucking kidney with stem cells and shit. Mm-hmm. And the government won't allow that shit, bro. It's so fucked up. And there's countries that probably allow that shit. You know, China's a fucking... Oh, yeah. Dude, they were, uh, there's a Chinese doctor just got fucking... They gave him like five or ten years in jail for doing that... What's it called? Where they, the the gene editing software? Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. what it's called. CRISPR. CRISPR? So they did... So he uh, edited the gene so these kids can't get HIV because I think the mom's HIV positive. Yeah. So he cut that gene out so these babies were, wouldn't be born yeah. with, with that shit. And it worked, but 
the government found out and they gave this motherfucker a lot of jail time for doing that Damn, shit. That's scary. It is scary, dude. But yeah, they got that CRISPR. You guys ever heard about CRISPR? Yeah, I've heard of CRISPR. It's like straight up just a gene editing software, dude, where they could take any gene, straight up cut and paste, you know? Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to be like, oh, I, want my, I want my kid to be fucking LeBron James size and blue yeah, eyes and whatever, you know? It. It's called designer babies or something like that. Yeah, straight up. So they, yeah. they'll be able to do all that shit, bro. And th- I mean, in China, they're already putting that shit to work. I'm pretty sure the United States got some doing some shit with that, too. And I think I think Monsanto bought the rights to it. So whoever created it sold the rights to Monsanto, and Monsanto is like known as an evil corporation to a lot of people. They yeah. pretty much own the produce that you buy at the grocery store. That's all them. I think they own Roundup too, right? Is that their company too? Is it Roundup? I'm not sure, oh, but they that. own a lot of shit. And so, like, if you go to the store and buy an, an apple, and it's a Monsanto apple, you can't take that apple seed and plant it. It will not grow. It's, ge- it's genetically modified not to grow. Yeah. It's genetically modified to... They don't want somebody to kind of plant their apples or... Yeah, so Monsanto's food. already been doing this for so many years with our food and whatever else the fuck they pump in our system. So now mm-hmm. they own this CRISPR technology where they could do start doing that to humans eventu- eventually. Right. I think this technology is fairly new. It got discovered maybe in 2012, maybe, that I CRISPR mean, uh, technology. I wonder... I mean, it depends on how far out you want to get, but if you want to go all the way to space and they want to set up some stuff in Mars and then they can take animals there and maybe do some genetic splicing somehow to let these animals live in a whole new environment. So that'd be sick. It could could be kind of far out futuristic, but you never really know. Science is. What if that animal just becomes super fucking powerful? (laughs) Just starts fucking everything. Yeah. Procreates. <laughs> it fucks and kills. That's all it's trained to do. Doesn't need oxygen. No, uh, that shit's funny. You go up there in your spacesuit. He's biting right through your fucking oxygen tank, <laughs> raping you. But that's uh, crazy, though. How, how yeah, they're, they're, they're talking about colonizing Mars. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that science could go both ways. You know what I mean? It, it could backfire. On, yeah, most definitely. You guys got those dad pads too, if you want. Oh, the dad mats. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Who do we got in the building, man? Introduce yourself, homie. Let yeah. us know. Let us know. Renegade label. Renegade label? Is that a record label? Yeah. Hell yeah. Just talking to that mind. It'll be straight. Hell yeah. Dope, dope. What kind of music are you guys producing? Uh, hip hop. We do anything though. Country, if it sound right. R and B, anything. Country. So country grammar. Nelly's performing yeah, anything. here soon. Anything. Uh, oh, years when. <laughs> At the, what's that place where they do rodeos and shit? Uh, here? Where the Corona Ranch? Or oh, Rawhide? Rawhide. Yeah, the <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, country yeah, hip-hop yeah, with the live band or some like shit. That. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be performing live. And uh, who, who, who who else do we got in the building, man? Introduce uh, yourself. Riccio, I'm the director for Veterans Cannabis Group. Veterans Cannabis Group? How's that yeah. work? What do you guys provide? What do you guys do for the community? Uh, well, man, right now we do a lot, man. Like, we've just been getting in contact with several different dispensaries and trying to set up programs where we can have vendor days that allows, like, vets to come in and get more education and stuff like that about cannabis and how it can benefit them from, like, sleep to, you know, PTSD to all different types of Help them get off of the strong medication as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I know cannabis has helped a lot of people just even get off of drugs, heroin, and other things because I mean that was so demonized for so long 
you got to educate the people. Like, right. You know, that's how it works. This is what happens. They're doing that shit with shrooms, too. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot about that, too. They're saying that shrooms are going to be uh, something that they want to try to do next as far as, like, alternative medicines and things like that. But uh, mostly what we focus on is just around cannabis and things like that. We haven't really explored or ventured into any other areas. All right. Yeah, so that's a, yeah, that's something big because I think uh, Oregon, Oregon uh, legalized psilocybin, which is shrooms, you know, the, yeah. the, the psychoactive. But they, I mean, they also, like, one of those places legalized crack, too, so, I mean. They did. <laughs> you know, that was, yeah, that was, they, they literally did, and that was pretty extreme, too, you know what I mean, in my opinion, but I mean, you know, if they feel like they wanted to go a different route and try to do the rehabilitation and try to steer people away I, from I doing think stuff. that might be better than it throwing might, them in jail, right? Might, I, I mean, I would agree that it would be better than throwing them in jail, absolutely, like for sure. But they I mean, figure out a way to a way to do it without necessarily, yeah, without giving it to them. But, and help them. Some people are institutionalized, or they're already stuck in their ways, where you can't get them off with certain thing. Yeah. And then let's say they do get off of shit, but. They got in so much trouble leading to that point in their life where they're finally turning it around. Then it becomes hard to find a job. Yep. Nobody's hiring them because of their past record. Exactly. But I see motherfuckers change. You know, I've seen it. I've yeah. witnessed it happen to people I thought were never going to change. And yeah. Now they're, do, now they're, you know, sober, fucking doing their thing, you know, yep. taking care of their family. So in the, in the cannabis, um, I know Arizona is doing a program for expungements right now, too. And so that's kind of one of the ways that they're trying to, you know, make those changes available to everyone they gotta do something with yeah. that i mean there's there's these dispensaries that look like apple stores you know and you're telling me there's people in jail for selling marijuana in their lives yeah that's just fucking makes no sense dude yeah i know uh nature's med has been doing a lot with the expungements normal has been doing a lot of expungement programs that's good man because you know so that's that's because I heard the process is, like, nearly impossible in Arizona. So something's got to change in the rule book, too, for, that, for it to happen. You know, something that's interesting that I'm not sure if a lot of people in the community know yet, but there are 26 new licenses that are coming available for ownership of a dispensary. Oh, spe- is that right? Specifically designed for people who have been, you know, impacted by cannabis, like like you were See, saying. that's amazing. Shit yeah. like that. It's got to happen. Yep. So if you want to get more information about that, people should look that up online. On the normal website? Uh, you could probably find it more likely just on Department of Health or on um, Department of Health website. Probably have more information on applying for a license. Okay. Yeah. So there are how many? 26 of them? 26, I believe, is how many are supposed to be issued. Yeah, that's dope, man. And, yeah, and I mean, you got to put a rush on it, too, because... Um, you got to have a lot of money, right? No. Nah. The way they set it up now, it's like five grand or so. Roughly, you know, to apply, you fill out the application. Uh, I think somebody in your family, like let's say your mom and your son got arrested for marijuana or something like that, then you would be eligible to apply or to actually her son herself would be eligible to apply. So now you got two applications that you can submit, you know, to try to increase your chances or something like that. If you want to select a few, like a kind of like a lottery. Exactly. It's going to be more like a lottery. And I believe the lottery is supposed to take place sometime before the end of the year. Okay. Because it was written into the new recreational laws that passed by somehow, so I think there's a deadline on it. So it'd be nice to get one of the winners out here once they get their license. Oh uh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Get them out here. 
Yeah. Educate us a little bit about how it works, how the whole process goes down. Yeah, don't quote me on all this stuff. I'm not a lawyer. No, that's what but I mean. yeah, I'm just exactly. saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying these are the you know what I mean. Podcast. Straight up. <laughs> but yeah, man, hell yeah, man. You guys enjoy that weather last night? Did you guys get rain? Yeah, man, it rained pretty tough. Yeah, it rained hardcore, dog. Yep. On my pattern. You guys on the west side? What side you guys? No, I'm more Central Phoenix. Oh, Central Phoenix. Yeah, I like oh, I like that far. Central Phoenix area. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. A lot of movement going down there. Mm-hmm. I stay on the outside, bro. Oh, yeah. In, you know, <laughs> plot my move, plot my next move. So, yeah, what do you guys, you guys got an event coming up? You said we do, we do. And, um, I hope, hopefully, all you guys can come out. I brought you some tickets. October 2nd, yes, sir. October Ooh, we got 2nd, tickets. hell yeah. Uh, it's at the VFW on Thomas and uh, like 48th Street area. The Canafest 2021, October 2nd, 2021, 12 p.m. Through 8 p.m. at the VFW, huh? 4853 East Thomas. How can people get tickets? Uh, we can go to our website, veteranscannabisgroupaz.com. All right. Hell yeah. Make sure you hit the link. I'll put the link on the on the episode description as well. So you guys can hit the link, order, your, purchase your tickets, and come through. Say what's up to the uh-huh. homies, the Road Trip Podcast. What's going to be going down in this event? It's a, actually, I want to let everybody know this is a free event. So general admission, Look at that. you just have to register through our website and get your ticket in and time. Get, get your ticket in time um, and then just show up. And then once you get there, we got plenty of vendors that are going to be there, some food trucks. Uh, it's 21 and over event. So it will be consumption available. Hell yeah. Um, so you're swag bags and things like that. Yeah, it's a smoke fest. So it's going to be a good time. Um, but and and encompassing all of the activities and things like that, we're also going to have some keynote speakers that are going to be there kind of just making sure that we reached the community to talk about expungement, talk about, you know, the benefits of cannabis and the whole purpose of us um, pushing cannabis. Oh, dope. You got Bake Bros on deck. Shout out to Bake Bros. Yeah, we got some pretty cool sponsors, WTF, man. WTF, Sublime. Oh, Sprinkle. Sprinkle me, Playboy. <laughs> you got the marijuana industry. Oh, Mita, yeah. Damn, nice, bro. You got a nice uh, set of sponsors right here helping you out. Yeah, we got plenty of support, um, and we we thank all of them for, like, looking out for the vets and stuff. Because, I mean, everybody that we talk to has been supportive. How many people are you guys expecting? That's to be known, but uh, I, would, I would actually expect at least 2,500 to 3,000 uh, attendees. How is the venue pretty I know. Big? I, oh, yeah, it's big. We can hold, like, maybe, like, 10,000. It's an outdoor Wasn't festival. Was there Earl Cup there? Or? Yeah, Earl Cup was there yeah. one year. Remember? So it's a huge, it's a huge facility. Oh, right off of Thomas. Yeah, that little crazy ass. No, the side street. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, right. Circle K. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and then with it being one of the first cannabis festivals, with it being recreational, I mean, who knows what it could look like? You know what I mean? Oh but, no, it's gonna get packed, bro. Because yeah. the Cup got pretty packed there that one year. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where it's at now. Yeah. I'll definitely be there, dog. You went for the, the alleys. Cost. Supporting the cause, blazing up blunts. Yeah, we appreciate you, for yeah, sure. We appreciate you, man, doing this shit for the community. That's what it's all about. And it's free. Come on, guys. Come yeah. out and support. What so, kind of, do you guys got a lot of vendors already set up to, to um, show up? Yeah, we got Moon Rocks coming. I know, like you said, we have WTF that's going to come by. Um, the Good Dispensary. You guys got more vendor spots available? If people plenty want to plenty of vendor spots available. Because I'm going to need um, one for myself. Excuse me, not the good, the best dispensary. I apologize. But um, 
Yeah, we got plenty, plenty of activities and stuff like that going on. Some barbecue truck. Um, also included a vegan truck. You know what I mean? I know there's a lot of, a lot of us that are going that route right now too. So. Oh, that's cool, man. Hell yeah, yeah you gotta. It's hard to have those kind of choices, bro. Yeah, man. A lot of people won't eat at events like that that exactly. are vegan because like they don't got enough for their diet there. Yeah. You gotta just drink water. It's <laughs> over. Yeah. Packs I know that same uh, that same weekend. I think they're doing like a <laughs> paper tots. They got paper like tots. a little uh, can of, uh, cannabis chef event going on that Sunday. I don't know if you heard about that one. That was going to be pretty interesting too. Is it for, the, for Netflix? You said. I believe so. Or is it the Netflix cook? I think it's like something with Netflix kind of kind of uh, chefs and stuff like that going on. That'll be sick, bro. Link up with yeah. Netflix. Do a little documentary. Yeah, hopefully they show up. We'll see. I'm gonna keep putting a bug out there. You yeah. Know? Bombard their, their own family, DM them. Like, put my nephew on, motherfucker. Yeah, man, life is good, though. Just right here chilling right now, Saturday. If you're not tuned into the Roach Clip podcast, South Phoenix stand up. Yeah, my brother just had a baby, so he's usually here, too, co-hosting with us, Brody. So congratulations to Brody once again. Right, Frank? Congrats. Yep, little Noah. So what's good, man? What do you guys got planned for today? Anything good? Any any events? Any meetings? Or just chill? Nah, just chill, man. Just chill. Enjoy the weather while it feels good right now. It does. It's yeah. usually hot as fuck inside the building. Right now it feels good. It's probably what is it out there? Like eighty? Eighty five? It got hotter now? Fuck, it's got hot again. Ninety nine. I'm ninety. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess ninety three then. My phone says 75, but then again, it, it was, was 75. But that was at 930 this yeah. morning. Because in the morning, it felt great. Yeah. Once that sun comes out, starts cooking that water, mm-hmm. it all starts getting stuck to your face and shit. It's like Oklahoma well, City. It's muggy as shit over there. Phoenix, Never been there. Dude, the blunts kept turning off. It was wild. You get fucking have to relight them, relight them, and they'll run and shit. Just because smoking outside, that's how. Yeah. I think it was like 80-some percent humidity or some shit, dog. Man, we went, we went last crazy. year in July. This is 90 degrees. We got a nice storm, though. That was a beautiful storm out there. Yeah. It was romantic. It was, yeah, it was all cute. We're in our hotel room. We opened the windows. Couldn't open the windows. Yeah, Franco's wearing his jock strap. Yeah, only? Only his jock strap. I had my cowboy chaps. We were bumping little gnaws in the background. Yeah. His we had that video with all the inmates twerking. Yeah, yeah, seen that one? That's where they got the idea. <laughs> he he should have got a video. He's like in jail, and all the dudes are twerking and shit. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. What prison was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, video. Then he tweeted the other day. He's like, after my album's done, I'll be done with my gay phase. I'll go back to my cowboy phase. <laughs> just fucking, he just throws shit at people's faces. It's crazy, man. This cancel culture we're living in right now. You never know what you could say. I mean, we've probably been canceled before we started here at the Road Clip <laughs> Podcast, but we speak our mind, man. We keep it real, and it is what it is. We're here yeah. for one mission. One mission only is to entertain our fans, our audience. The rest of them could go fuck themselves if they don't like us. They don't like us because they haven't heard us. Once they hear us and listen to us, they'll love us. Once they start <laughs> to understand. Yeah, you got to understand the roaches before you, you know, become a roach. You can pick apart any country thing we say in... They're yeah. just country individuals. Yeah. <laughs> just country. Roast Nation. Roast Nation, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've, we've had some plenty of roast fest out here. Yeah. 
I mean, we've gone through everything in this podcast. Crying, laughing, fights, kicking motherfuckers off the chair. But I get the fuck out of here. Yeah. People it's passing fun, out. Though. I mean, hey, it's fun. Right now we're sober. We usually have a Modelo. But it's like, fuck, it's mm-hmm. too early for that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long, long couple days. And, you know, Franco's got a, he's got a lot, of, lot on his plate this weekend. That's been so, a little crazy. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, what do you got going on? Uh, uh, friend of the family passed away. So we've been uh, setting up, taking care of all that stuff this week. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Every day somebody asks me for something. Every day somebody wants, needs something or whatever. And it's yeah. just so not over. It's not overwhelming, but sometimes it's like, let me the fuck. I'm like, damn. Like, stay the fuck back. Yeah, just a lot of, lot of personal stuff. But, t- just but you tis is the life. Yeah. Tis is the season. <laughs> yeah, wait till fall. Hey, let me speak to you for a second. When the fucking country locks down again, yeah. you yes, think it's going will. back that way? I don't know. What do you guys think? They said Cali already getting locked down, right? See, Cali's already on that bullshit. Yeah, lockdown. I don't know about lockdown, but it's getting back started again. Yeah. They said. Well, like, I just bought Disney tickets. <laughs> Man, they better let me in that motherfucker. I'm gonna beat the shit out of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> fucking kidnap his dog Pluto. Is that his dog's name, right, Pluto? Yeah. Uh, that oh, dog. that's Goofy's dog. <laughs> or is it? It's all their no, dog. Goofy's huh? a. Goofy is a dog, right? What is Goofy? He's a dog. He's, I think he's a dog. Oh, you know what? No, actually, I looked this up. Goofy's supposed to be a cow. No, Goofy's not. Yeah, because I forgot. I, I remember nah, watching I something. Google this shit. It's going to say it, but when you really look into it, he was meant to be a cow. Is Goofy a cow? According to HITC, fact-checking website Snopes.com has claimed that Goofy is not a cow and hasn't been inspired from a breed of Scottish cow. So he wasn't. So a, he wasn't a cow. That's probably some kind of crazy yeah. fucking conspiracy, Franco. Yeah, because somebody Stop spreading rumors about my boy Goofy. <laughs> they, they showed a they showed a picture of him and some cow, like other Disney cows, and they look exactly the same. Yeah, the, the, the cows have whiskers though. Nah, got whiskers. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, those like the early versions. I don't know. I'm talking out my ass. No, I mean, I believed you for a bit, but I was like, dude, there's no way that fool's a cow. But what kind of dog is he? An ugly ass dog. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> what kind of dog is Goofy? I would say like a Great Dane. Yeah, he looked like he got a little rat in him or something. He does, huh? He's yeah, got that rat nose, yeah. that schnoz. What breed of dog is Goofy? Here's a summary from reference.com. Goofy is most likely a mixed breed or a mutt. <laughs> so Goofy's a mixed breed. They don't even know. <laughs> I said they don't even know what Nobody kind of breed he is. Yeah, he's just a mutt. Thought he was a cow. Damn, <laughs> he ruined his childhood memories. He a dog. No, he a dog like, mixed with is, rat. This is like recently. Oh, let's like see. I'm talking about the past couple months. I I I read whatever this is. Goofy has always been uh, thought of as an anthropomorphic dog or a dog with a human feature with human features, according to Disney Mouse Links. However. What the Disney establishment isn't telling you is that Goofy is really a cow. What his his bov- was bovine bovine origins oh, are said to be that of Angus cow from Scotland, a hornless breed of cattle. See, but then this fool said that on Snopes. On Snopes. That's so. what I'm saying. So that's damn. See, that's great info right there. Yeah. So there's like I don't I don't I know. don't think he's a cow. He's more like a rat dog. Yeah, rat dog. Rat yeah. dog. And what kind of what kind of what kind of dog has teeth like that? 
goofy ass teeth. Crossbred, like he had like a, what do you call it? He's in, a, interracial. Uh, inbred. Inbred. He's, so a, he's an inbred motherfucker. Dude. Oh, so he's like a redneck dog. Yeah. Oh, he'll. That's why he's like that. Yeah, so his sister fucked his mom uh-huh. or some shit, and then he got that. <laughs> have you seen that? Have you guys seen the tiger with Down syndrome? Nah, a slow tiger? Oh, bro, his face, bro. Man. Like, don't laugh. For real? What? Oh, tiger shit. with Down syndrome. Was it? <laughs> oh, man. Pass it along. For real, this real? Yeah, that's real, dog. Yeah, he looked mixed with some, too. Yeah. I bet he's fucking inbreeding, dog. So there, so the, a lot of white tigers are like that. They're products of inbreeding. So there's not like a lot so of white dogs. White tigers. What do you oh, mean? So like a greyhound or something, huh? And um, but look at him. He but, looks fucking goofy as fuck. And right? that's, that's what, what happens. That's what happened with Goofy. It kind of looked like his like a bulldog. Yeah, like he mixed with a bulldog or something, <laughs> huh? A tiger bulldog. Yeah, see? the tiger stroked the bulldog. So, it was a rat. So Goofy's yeah. a rat and a dog. Because mm-hmm. that and that's the thing is like these. Hey, look at that. So they what ha, this is from in, inbreeding. So that's why like Bro, the bulldogs trainer, the and trainer fucked like, that dude's mom. Like look at that pugs, face. Why the pugs faces are like that? Why they're so yeah. They're so it's like it's like um so it's a form of animal, animal abuse pretty much. Yeah, it's because terrible. they can't breathe and it causes like a lot of birth defects like that. On bulldogs? Yeah, so that's why like if like James Brown his dad was an American bulldog, so his face was like, you know, real smashed in. Um but because he's pet bull, he's more like he's normal, a smash. you know. Yeah, I mean, he sells like a that face, but not like, not like how that lion, that tiger was, you know. It's fucked so, up, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, but that's why if you ever look at a pug skull, like they'll show the and it, there's like no nose. That's why they have problems breathing. So like what? their whole life, they're fighting. They just breathe straight into their eye socket, or what? <laughs> yeah, it's like the way it's positioned. It's, fuck, it's like fucked up. Yeah. That's it's crazy. That's why they're yeah. They sound like shit. Yeah, and then bull, English bulldogs die young, right? Yeah. They only live like a few years, and I think the mom's got to be cut open. They do the C-section on the. I don't the think puppies. they can mate. Like you have to help them. Fuck. You gotta inseminate. Like them? You, you gotta put the little a hold, turkey baster. You gotta hold the the male the male up so he can hunt the. What do you lose what? your turkey baster? Use a straw. <laughs> like a blowgun. Oh, you hold it. Thing. It's like I mean, you heard that know. before. Nah, I never heard nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> you gotta help him. Fuck. Oh man. <laughs> no, might, that might just be my friend's dog. Cause he's like, yeah, had a yeah, he had a lazy thing. dog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. He was like a he fat. Couldn't get it up and shit. No, but uh. Sounds about yeah. right. <laughs> it's crazy. Poor dogs. Poor, poor dogs. <laughs> poor dogs. I didn't know they had to be force fucked. It could have been his. It's kind of like Fagwa. What was that called? Where they force feed a, a the goose. goose. They force feed him like some like cornmeal, so you get nice and fat. Wow. And then they sell them for like thousands of dollars. It's like a real expensive delicacy. Yeah. I think it's illegal in the United States. It's to like do a that. tube in their mouth. Yeah, like a tube. Yeah. Like shoving. Yeah, bro. Like, and they're just fucking shoving food down that motherfucker. He's got no choice. Yeah. And they Damn. pull it out, and all the foods in there. Like a f- and it's yeah. just like a corn, like it's all grounded up bullshit, whatever the fuck they're feeding that dude, just yeah. to make them fat, dude. And Man. then they go slang them to rich people in the restaurants. See, there, th- this is definitely the kind of stuff that make you want to go vegan. Exactly, yeah. bro. You know? 
Especially watching, like, that's why I don't watch that shit, bro. I love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't watched it. You, uh, you don't even want to see it, huh? Exactly. They start yeah. showing me these documentaries. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. It tastes good. It's cooked. I'm straight. Like, don't show me how I got <laughs> oh, here. Yeah. Because then I probably won't eat that shit either. Hell yeah, yeah, my brother, food inspector, he was telling me how the meat still have, like, cancer on it. And then, like, they, they got to cut off, like, the certain little parts of the meat. And they just send the rest through. Like, so say if you got, like, a, a big-ass steak, right? And if it got, like, the little spots of the cancer shit, they just slice it off and send the rest through. That's fucking So they don't gross. get rid of the whole thing. They, like, me to have, like, warts and shit on it and fucking pus bumps. They just cut it off, send the rest through. Oh, that's shit, nasty, nasty, man. We do that with cheese. Yeah. Black cheese is cut that mole off. Vegan, yeah, that's just nasty. It is nasty. <sighs> Completely vegan? You know what? You know what? Or half of you vegan. know how they made only meat on the weekends. Or why they <laughs> why they started making chocolate milk, right? What the story behind chocolate milk is? Nah. Um. They would milk the cows to the extent that the cows would bleed their udders, and the the also oh, a little bit of pus so, and shit I'll come out of it. With well, and then the Blood, milk the uh. milk would be bloody. The milk would have blood in it. So they turn into chocolate milk to disguise oh, the shit. Yeah. So yeah, cover up the cake. color and shit. Yeah. Yeah, See, man. Bro. That's why I stick to that oat milk, man. I do the almond milk. Yeah, the almond. Well, somebody yeah. had posted something that I thought that was real interesting about this because they had, they had a uh, yeah, because they'd be it, bleaching that shit, huh? Was, Take that blood out when you get it in storage. It was like two different pictures, right? It was one of them was it was like Sunny Delight and Capri Sun and whatever, like a bunch of shit. Like we grew up. Mountain I fucked with soda. a nice cold Capri Sun. God and then damn on it, boy! The other side it was like it's uh, fire. almond milk, silk, you know, whatever. But so they're basically, so it's a whole line of products. And on one side was uh, they fed us the poison so they could sell us the cures. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't even think about the way mm-hmm. they did that shit. Like, Same thing with like the chemotherapy, you know what I'm saying? Show the market. Or the, what do you call it? Dialysis. There's a way they could help you more efficient, but then you're cutting off a billion dollar market, dog, straight out the game. That ain't going to happen. Well, I think that I noticed, too, is pe- people who work within the medical industry who aren't, like, um, medical professionals. So, like, they're not necessarily nurses or... Janitor? Or, like a janitor? Uh, no, like Desiree. Like how she works for health, yeah. health insurance. Uh-huh. Um, my boy Danny, he's uh, he works for, what's it called, like a pharma- pharmacy technician? A pharmacy tech, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people like, like those types of jobs, right? So they're not doctors or necessarily nurses. Um, but it, it's it's crazy because they see a lot of shit that's wrong with the system, right? They know first fucking hand, and of what's wrong. And like Desiree posts a lot of shit that kind of not I don't say necessarily exposes it, but that talks about it, right? But the thing that's crazy is, but the medical industry is paying them, so their livelihood depends on the medical industry making this money but it's also knowing what's fucking wrong with it and then that's what's fucking crazy when I really think about like damn dude like as Americans we know what's wrong with the medical industry but yet we're still working we're still kind of, we're getting that, that privilege more or less of that paycheck or they're saying hey we know you, we know it's fucked up but here just keep, keep doing what you're doing Keep helping the system, and that that that's fucking that's that touched me a lot because my mom's like that. My mom, um, she she was a nurse, but she was also a case manager, and she worked for uh, 
Aetna towards the before she retired. And it's fucking crazy, bro. I don't know, just the medical industry in general is just real, it's real nuts. Yeah, every, probably every industry. Once like you're deep in there, you'll notice all the fuckery that's yeah, going on. See all the bullshit. All the yeah. bullshit, all the money that's being wasted. Yeah. They've been putting the money over to people, though, for the longest. Always, know? bro. I know that shit at the school yeah. system, you know, when I worked Fuck for the school damn. district. I was like, damn, this is some bullshit. It's straight up mafia style, bro. <laughs> Everybody runs it like a mafia, like the like a family. And all the, only the main motherfuckers can sit at that table. The rest are just bringing in the money, bro. We're all the low, we're, we're the low-level drug dealers for them. And we're then we're talking about that yesterday, about the like this spot in general, about... Uh, buying it and like this box we bought like no problem but the problem is is like we're that the school si- the school district the school system doesn't need the money they have money um so like I'm, I'm very much opposed to using finances to buy a property like this and there's other ways to, to acquire it but you're right though Lord. It's, it's like cause I and I knew if that money were to go were to go to the district, it'll just go towards like a new lounge for the for administration, right? A new a new uh, office restructuring or whatever it is. It wouldn't go towards the students because the students already have everything. They already have budgets for all that. The public school system, and yeah. Oh yeah, they fired me right away, bro. When I fucking spoke out about this shit, they let me go instantly, dog. Yeah, like, man, you, you, mu- you, you was messing up the money, man. Instantly, yeah, you messing up the money. The motherfuckers always yeah. bitching about like my work. I was like, motherfucker, you don't do shit. <laughs> you take. Um, I saw how much you make because yeah. he let me fucking stay on his computer one day. The supervisor. I was like, God damn! Before he had all the check stuff things open, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna check how much this motherfucker makes. This motherfucker was making five G's every two weeks. Mm. And he's just a fucking the the supervisor for the bus drivers, bro. Because I was a bus driver. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this motherfucker's over here bitching about everything because he don't want to mess up his fucking meal ticket. Exactly. You know, so he kisses their ass. He does whatever master says. And he fucking acts that way, bro, because I'll be like, bro, you're fucking tripping, dog. I'm all, because they got rid of the cleaning company and they wanted us to clean the fucking schools. I was like, fool, you tripping, dog. The bus drivers? Yeah. The bus Damn. drivers, they wanted to make us fucking janitors. I was like, bro, you're fucking Yeah, tripping. cut down cost and shit. You know what I mean? They don't got to pay extra. They can pay y'all the same thing. But all these dudes drive to, fucking yeah. cars with the school thing. They drive them home. They drive them. It's not just for school business. Right. They, they're allowed to take them as their personal cars. They use the fucking gas cards for the school. I, I called them out on all this shit, bro. Like, half hour later, they call me into the, to the office. The, what do you call it? The HR lady. Office? Yeah, pretty much it felt like that. I already knew it was going down, bro. I was laughing because as soon as I walked in, some other Vato walks behind her, another fucking pussy that works there, and he just, like, stood next to the door. I'm like, they're going to fire me, and they're probably going to have this idiot fucking walk me out <laughs> because uh, the HR lady looked like that lady that killed fucking Selena, bro, I swear. Same yeah. curly hair, everything. It's that type of little Mexican lady. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you've been fucking terminated. Sign this and this. I was like, I ain't signing shit. <laughs> and I just walked out, you know. I'm not signing a goddamn paper for you cocksuckers. You can shove it up your ass. And I just walked out, and that fool won't fucking follow me all the way to my car, dude. And I was like, dude, what the fuck, bro? I ain't got to do shit. I'm not fucking stupid. I know if I fuck around out of school, I'm going to go straight to fucking jail. I ain't trying to go to jail for no stupid-ass job. I just dipped and fucking moved forward, you know. Right on. But fuck them. 
Because I tried to go back, though, just to do the, what do they call it, the school board meetings? They do them, like, every quarter or some shit. So I wrote, I wrote this whole thing that I was going to fucking read for all, because all the parents go and shit there. It's like a little town hall meeting, and I signed up. Because I called, dude, I was living in Cali. And I was like, can I, how, how do I speak in this town hall meeting? I'm trying to fucking get my word out there. And they're, oh, just show up two hours early. You got to fill out the paperwork, and you're in. He's like, like, for sure, like, yeah, we don't deny anybody. Like, it's a public service. It's open for the fucking, for everybody to voice their opinion. And I signed up and everything, bro. And when the they fucking concluded the meeting, dog, without fucking calling me up, dude, I was so fucking pissed, dog. So pissed. And that motherfucker, dude, the, the what do they call the main dude from the schools? The superintendent. The superintendent. Fucking little piece of shit comes up to me, bro. Tries to shake my hand, bro. Like oh what fuck! You, I was you, like, you fuck left him hanging, bro. Get the fuck out of my face! You, you left him hanging. Yeah, left him hanging. <laughs> but he tried to throw it like, try to be like, I'm gonna shake your fucking hand after all yeah. this pussy ass motherfucker. I'm still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago, bro, I was in 2012. But fuck that motherfucker, dude. And there was like, there was a lot of political activists out there, and they're all like, dude, we've been trying to get rid of this motherfucker since he ran Roosevelt School District. Then he brought his mob over here, so he moved from Roosevelt. So his whole gang that he had running Roosevelt School District, he moved it to run Riverside School District, dog. Allegedly. These are allegations. You know what I'm saying? I could be making this whole story up. Nobody fucking knows. But yeah, there's an old fucking mafia that's taking over. And they're still there. Same motherfuckers still run the same school district. It's wild, dude. Damn. And there's nothing you could do. They're like ironclad protection, homie. You can't break through that bubble. Motherfuckers have tried. And they just get rid of you like trash. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, to the top heads, we're just low-level drug dealers, bro. Like, you need millions of dollars to get a fucking lawyer and battle these motherfuckers. Because their lawyers are just going to come from the, from the community, from the taxes, from the money they get given to them, you know, to run the school or whatever. They need yeah. the money for, the, for lawyers. Of course, they're going to pay the fucking lawyers. They don't want their school to look bad. That's the number one thing they don't want. They don't want zero bad publicity on the news about this yeah. school. So they'd rather just get rid of you. Get or, you out the way. There was don't a te- disturb that, the so system, there, yeah. There was a teacher that was hitting kids at that same school. They just fired her and threw it under the bus, bro. Nobody ever heard of it on the news. Nobody ever heard of it. Nobody even knew why they fired her, dude. But my dad, was, my dad fucking, he's been there. He was there for like 15 years. So he knew all the motherfucking people there and... And what's crazy, that teacher was hitting my knees, bro, and they, nobody believed my knees. They thought she was lying, dude. And, like, I was like, eh, they must feel like shit after that. all that came out, that she was hitting other kids, yeah. too. And they just fired her, though. They didn't, like, do anything, you know, about it. Like, what do you mean hitting them? Like, how? Like, like trying to discipline them type yeah. shit? Like, no yeah. shit. Like, smack them behind their head. Like, shit that probably won't leave a bruise. Yeah, like, yeah. do your work and, like, smack them smack or something. Them, yeah. Smacking kids and shit, bro. Damn. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, like, ruler type shit. Yeah. But they got rid of her. No fucking prosecution. Nothing. Because why? They don't want that bad publicity. They don't want her to say, so-and-so school district did this fucked up shit. Yeah. And then, the teacher's name comes up later. Nobody really. Somebody got an that. answer to that. Like somebody, like yeah. principals, like you said, superintendent. Somebody got an answer to that. So they just get it, you know, yeah, sweeping exactly. under the rug, you know, keep it moving. Has to do with fundings and shit. Yeah, too, not losing fundings mm-hmm. for this and that for their cars, so you can take them home. Oh shit! If the if your school's not a safe space for children, they're getting fucking hit. People. Don't you think people well, should know that? Yeah. 
the kids aren't safe. So yeah, but if you got the school, you don't want people to know yeah. that because they're going to stop coming and try that's to switch the kids out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like you're going to mess up the away. money. Mess up the Definitely. money. Like border, uh, bottom line, it comes down to money, bro. Because now this school district, dude, they get so much funding. They're building so much shit. Yeah. They got, like, state-of-the-art football fields, state-of-the-art everything, basketball courts, gyms. They got a movie theater in one of their schools. So it's like these motherfuckers went there and they're, they're playing their cards right, and I bet you they're making a fucking pretty penny, dude. The top dogs there are making some money, dog. And so they how, how are the schools around here? What's up? I said, how are the schools around here in this district? And this, I'm not sure. They they're, they're coming out. They're still struggling. But the, uh, let me just put it this way. Uh, in Arizona, is like constantly the, the bottom five like public school systems and like the or bottom 10 probably and the in the country um phoenix is usually at the top of that list or bottom of that list and then roosevelt elementary is always the lowest one on that list and that's where we're at is the roosevelt school district and that goes back to we're talking about like decades right and that like what tolo was talking about with that one superintendent um like like I said, and we talked about this yesterday. It was like the school that we're in right now was one that was um, uh, shut down for low test scores and low enrollment. So that's just one example of it. But now um, there's a new board. There's like pr- pretty much a whole new school board. Uh, they brought a new superintendent, and things are are start are changing. Where it's becoming more um, like. I don't want to say technology based, but it's just it's it's definitely keeping up more with the times when it comes to, um, like they they have a lot of different uh, fuck I forgot what the, it's like they're gonna have an agricultural school they're gonna have a, a performing arts school they're gonna have one that's um uh like technology based not STEM I forgot what the new one is but whatever like the that's the STEM is mm-hmm. um so they're they're fo- they are focused more on that so. And I see it. I see, like, um, more programming for, like, the students. So it is on the come up. I don't know where it's at on the national level yet. But, um, yeah, for a while it was it was really bad. It was really bad. But it is it is um, improving a lot. Oh, bro, the board, I guarantee yeah. you they're fucking bought. They well, have to be, yeah. at least fucking some, because the, the one I dealt with was definitely bought. Well, what you got to understand, too, is when it comes. There's a motherfucker that didn't even speak English, bro. <laughs> I swear. I was like, dude, how is he part of the board, dude? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's got to make a decision for the whole community. And they always agreed to what the fuck that dude wanted, the top yeah. dog. You know, like, whatever he wanted, always passed. Because he puts them in there. Exactly. Like, so, They're hand-chosen. So, but the, bo- the boards are elected officials, right? And then um, if a superintendent is strong enough or smart enough, they could kind of build that board and help them get elected so that they put him in charge of whatever it is. Because the board is the superintendent's boss. Oh, bro, it's so wild, bro. Yeah. They straight up had a billboard of, yeah. all of the board. A billboard, dude, on the street. No shit. With their pictures, bro. I was like, what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah, that's it's like, like, said the school name and all that shit. And then with the board, because that's usually... That's what, where your tax money's going, guys, to get fucking billboards <laughs> of the board members. When it comes to elected Flex. officials... <laughs> The the board, the board's pretty much the only ones that don't get paid. That's a free position. But you become a board member if you have aspirations to become 
a political figure, right, whether it's city council members or whatever it is, uh, representative. So a lot of times those people, they start off kissing ass, making those deals, whatever it is, to get that uh, another position that's more, that's more paid. And what was going on with the Roosevelt and the Roosevelt school system is it was just old garb. It was old politics. It was just people that just, we, I call them legacy families, where they're just legacies that they sit on these boards. And you're talking about, now on that, the part of town you're talking about too, is it's low turn, voter turnout rates. So the few people that come out, they're just like, hey, like, vote for this person. All right, cool. It's a write-in, whatever it is. There's a candidate now who I heard good things about that's on the Roosevelt School Board, but she was a write-in. She wasn't even, like, on the thing, but she won as a write-in candidate. Oh, nice. And I heard she's pretty good, like, and, and I'm supposed to meet up with her. Um, but anyways, like, that's but, – but looking back on the politics from before and seeing how it shapes, like, our school system and all that, and, like, now that they're gone, I don't want to say they're corrupt, but – a lot of times they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So then they, they're, they're allowed to get, like, you know, smooth talk by whoever it, whoever it is. Like, there was an elderly lady that was on the board who was, like, this, she was an older Hispanic lady, kind of from the, she was from the old neighborhood. Slider, little Starbucks gift card. Well, not only that, but one of the superintendents that came through in the system, you know, he was a real, he was a charming, you know, uh, guy from Texas, you know, whatever. And I'm sure it was. Was it Ted Cruz? No. Oh, you said charming guy from Texas. I'm not charming. I didn't say fucking serial killer from <laughs> Texas. No, no, but it's crazy, right? And and, I, and I've seen how, how, how the manipulation works. And um, it's a trip, man. It's it's a real trip. Like when you talk about polit- politics versus politicking and you, you, you see how, like, none of them know what the fuck they're doing. Like, honestly. They know how to put themselves up and use it as a financial gain and shit, but it's 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 wild, bro. It's like the wild west, man. No oh, joke. it's wild, bro. Yeah. You've been here when like it was like three different entities, like shit was going on here. Oh. Like, they know what the fuck is going on. Couldn't look left or right before people were questioning, like, "What are you guys doing here? What's going on here?" It's like, man, we got the radio station because sometimes they don't even know who the fuck we are. Yeah, they just see you coming, yeah. They see us coming in and out, but it's like, nah, we got a podcast, we got a radio show. Let me call Franco. Franco's the man, though. So once Franco comes out, everybody fucking bows, bows down. Yeah, it was a trip, though. But that was another thing, too, right? There were essentially, the, the high school that was operating out of here had a real racist system, like flat out. It was just, a, it was a, it was racist. That's Hope Academy, you know, with, I don't know how things are now, but it was teachers would say and do racist shit in front of the students and it and especially at a time this is like pre-covid pre-george george floyd and it was it was it was crazy to see everything and really call it out in front of, to their faces only to be met with hostility right only to met with you know whatever it is Oh, and then at the height of of these protests and everything that's going on, then only then after literally after deaths happened, they're like, "Oh, I didn't know we had a racist problem here. Oh, I didn't know this. You know what I mean?" And I was like, well, "What the fuck?" Like, and and I and I and I've seen. 
at this pro at this property alone, not just in the school system, but at this property alone, I've seen systemic racism played out right in front of me, like in every step of the way, to to self sabotaging, to um, selling out your people, to um, to on the on the system of the of the uh, the school level, right, the education system, to even just just flat out. But but here's the crazy thing about it. Here's the point I'm getting at. Was if your system or what you're doing is so strong, meaning you as an individual, right? If the community is really strong enough and how and holds together, you're going to hit those adversities. But just like all those other programs or all those other systems that were here, every single one of them got pushed out. Like that's for like the school system was like fuck man things like <laughs> their plan wasn't working here because they were they were met with that resistance, like no and and they did change up a lot of the way they did stuff they started implementing like teaching that was culturally responsive because of what was brought up so granted you know individuals like myself aren't with them anymore which is fine but the way the fight was brought to them caused them to implement these changes and caused them to be like, all right, cool. Learn you wouldn't call them out, right? The, yeah. All the time. Oh, fuck yeah. And, um, like, there was times where, like, I you-peopled them in, to their face, you know? And, and, and it wasn't, like, in a disrespectful way, but it was in a way where it was saying, it was, so here's Wake an example. Wake up, white people. <laughs> here's an example. It's a new day in town. <laughs> You have a lot of progressive white teachers, right? Especially what who I would call Karens that are teachers. And the reason why this is is many you don't make a lot of money as a teacher. We all know that. Like uh, I, I personally fought for higher raises for, uh, for higher um, wa- uh, wages for them, and I've I've been in the marches, and I, I really believe teachers deserve. Um, Proper red income. Lives matter. What was it called? The red. Uh, red for red. Head for red. Yeah. Head for red. Yeah. <laughs> your name's Ed. You're getting ahead. So you look at it as who has the resources to become a teacher many times, right? And many times it's affluent white people. The reason why this is is because it to them it's it's a noble practice. I want to be a teacher, but to go to school and to get an education and to go into debt and then trying to pay that back on a teacher's salary, it's, that's not a smart business move. That's not a smart career choice for somebody who's coming out of poverty, right? So many times it's, it's a parent who could afford that tuition. It's a parent who could afford to pay that off. And, again, many times it is white women, right, who can do that and come from these backgrounds who are generally very liberal, um, so I say that be- because th- that's one thing I- I'm going to say this c- kind of side topic is why we should, exp- what that means and then how there's a direct correlation between that and the school to prison pipeline. Okay. Now. School is like a 12 step brainwash camp. They make you think if you don't graduate, you ain't got a chance to advance in life. <laughs> and you know, what? that's that press right there. Amen. <laughs> um, so, what end up? So, what, I I seen it play out in front of me in the sense of, um, very prog- again, very progressive 
white people who mean well, right? But then how they would talk about students not listening to them, they would talk about, they sometimes would even make fun of the students in the way they would talk. They would talk about um, different stuff culturally, right? And I brought up this, and then they would say stuff like, and, and, and this was also at a time where the school was in, in place here, and a new superintendent came in, got rid of all the teachers, changed the whole like curriculum and the way stuff would happen, um, and brought in a whole new set of teachers and whatever, this whole, the, uh, just basically a new system. So the students who had already been coming here, they kind of didn't know what to do, and they're just, it's kind of like whatever. Anyways, the teachers would say stuff like, we need to build a community here. We need to build this community that we're a family and blah, blah, blah. Like, well, hold on right there. There's already a community here. There's already students who have been here for a couple of years. You guys are new. You guys are new to this community. You guys don't need to build anything. It's already here. Work on making it stronger, whatever it is. So already they're coming. And, and again, and I might get some flack on this, but I'm going to say that's what white people do. White people always go on. No, oh, fuck it. I'll say always. And if not, you could debate me on this and we, whatever it is. But white people go into spaces where it has to, where, where everything has to evolve around them. We code switch to talk to white people in a business setting. We code switch when we go to a store to just ask for help. We code switch when we call on the phone to the fucking police. We have to do all these things, right? Officer, I need an officer <laughs> out here. I'm being robbed right now. The thing about the perp is going down the street at, like, we don't fucking talk. He's, in, he's approximately uh, uh, 5'11". Um, he's either fat or skinny. I couldn't tell. He was wearing baggy-ass clothes. Please don't kill him. I don't want you to shoot him. Like, just apprehend him, please. No, but... He might have but, a lead pencil in his pocket. Stab him. <laughs> but we live in a we live in a white world. That's that that's just a fact. That's just a fact. Like white country, it's a, you it's mean, a, right? country. Yeah. Oh, world. Oh, yeah, I guess country because. But you go around the world, it's pretty westernized. Anyways, the point is. Um. So I can't remember exactly how the conversation went, and and I and I had to break it down to them where I was like, you you guys expect the students to talk to you in a certain way but you're not talking to them in a certain way i was like there there's just a difference in the way you you guys communicate and it's, and then the one of the teacher like what do you mean you guys it's like white people you would have thought i called them you would have thought i called them blonde fucking blonde hair blue-eyed devils right the way all their fucking butts puckered and rah, rah, like and i was like and we waited like literally they went for a while that's fucking funny. And what was crazy because, like, they don't know how to talk to you. Like, literally, the students and the teachers don't know how to communicate and talk to each other. And I, and, and I was kind of – I basically broke it down to them. And I was like, do you really think students – do you think the, the, these, the troubled youth from this neighborhood is going to be able to really talk to you, an academic who, you know, who has her master's degree and, you know, grew up in – Whatever fucking little suburb you came from, and blah blah, like, and you're you know, and you're old ass too, like all these different things, and um, and here's the crazy part, and a lot of people know about this, is I knew how that conversation was gonna go, and I had the and my boy who was also there had the foresight to record that whole conversation, so this whole the, this whole meeting is is recorded, 
So we've I've actually listened to it a couple times. Well, you have it recorded. Yeah. Can we play it? Uh, I I wouldn't just because. Um, I actually want to create um, a framework around this. A cartoon about it. I want to create like a where I could go into schools and, and I talk about the racism and I'll be like, and, and here's kind of one meeting that I have recorded. Here's one thing where I'm like, here's literally the conversation that goes on. Because I have my own notes. I have like all stuff that I just take in and just try to understand. But literally, this is me understanding <laughs> it as just an individual, as just a, a somebody from the street who got who was able to get to, into this position right and really understand and um to really try to understand it right and make like a make a change and uh something like michael jackson gonna gonna come together and feel it. what was that one song no, make it to make a change we are the world no we no no which one is it we are i can hear world. it in my head i can hear the beat in my head we Not about, but children. make that change right and uh, and what was crazy, so later on, I called a meeting with the fucking superintendent, deputy superintendent. I invited them into my, this space. So let's talk about this. And one of the first things that the deputy superintendent said was Franco. And she's a white lady. I said, they're white. You're so sexy. You can't, can't suck on your nipples. She's like, you can't say that to them. You got to be gentle, blah, 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 blah. After you call them white? Well, it's, no, no, just what, I, what was said. Oh, okay. they, they didn't know I recorded either. Her and the, it was like a deputy superintendent. And the We're in Arizona. You don't need permission here. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, did not, I did not have a, a in consent. In California, you do. For what? To call yeah. them white? To record people. You know, actually, no, no, no. You know what the rule is here? Because, so I did some union organizing at a hotel I was at and kind of did the same thing. So as long as one person in that meeting or in whoever you're recording knows that you're recording, you're able to do it. So if, if you're the person that's sitting in this meeting recording... And you're like, hey, Frank, I'm going to record this. this no, you don't have to say anything. As long as you know. So oh, because like, I am the one person. But an example oh, that where, it's not, where it is illegal, like let's say if I leave and I record you guys, and then I walk away. And you guys don't know, and I leave this record. That's illegal. So, because uh, um, I had to learn that, because they did a lot of shit, and I was like, oh, okay. But I did that just for my own reference. Why? So technically, I could. Two people in that meeting knew it was recorded. So, um, but uh, was it? Was it talking about? Um, uh, oh, and then and then so it was basically like saying this. You're not wrong, but you got to be gentle with white people. You got to be gentle with, with white fragility, right? Yeah, you live the oppression. Yeah, you're you're the one that goes through it. But it's hard for white people to accept that you go through it. So don't make us live that or be more gentle with it. She told you to be more gentle to some grown-ass people. Literally, she said that shit. And that's what I was like. And that's what, and so it was, it was kind of like, you're wrong for doing it. Not what you said, but just what you, how you did it. You didn't, you didn't put Vaseline before sticking it right? in. Right? I used that whole sandpaper condom. Yeah. So when, Snake skin. And that's when I knew like how, really how fucked up at least that situation was. Because, again, they were her friends that she brought in. Because remember I said the superintendent brought in a whole new staff? Oh, you know, they talked about oh, it fu- over dinner about you. Dude, I know one of the one of the teachers, because her husband was also on staff here. They, she, they, from what I was told, she went home, like, screaming, like, yeah. And she's like this little white woman. So I was laughing. This he called me white. <laughs> husband's like, you are white, bitch. <laughs> Slaps her. And now he's in jail for spousal yeah. abuse. 
But that it was crazy because even like, even See, Franco, you ruined the whole family eh. for calling them white. Hey, if a family could be pulled apart by something like that, good. I'm glad I was a straw that broke that back. <laughs> Fuck them. They um, weren't strong enough anyway. <laughs> he belongs in jail. But I also saw I saw it not only with the students, but then I saw it with um, the staff. I saw how how the black staff was treated, like fucking the microaggression that I saw when um so the one dude Larry the one who was up front allegedly um I don't know if I say his name um he was a student director that was his job and college graduate you know real smart dude um his he would do a lot of stuff with his fraternity and uh, he was a Q dog and they did a lot of stuff for like young, like um, uh, young men, young high school, like uh, th- a couple different things. Like what kind of things? Um, things or good things? No, good things. Good things. Oh, okay. Like they would do. Uh, it was like a mentorship program. They would take them to like different colleges. They would like set up stuff and they pick them up and they take them there. Um, when I when I do the the walk for Martin Luther King, he's the one that the Martin Luther King's Day, he's the one that organizes it with the and then I walk with the students and stuff. Um, and 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 he does a lot of that work in partnership with a lot of his old fraternity buddies. And he's had a couple he has had a couple things here that involve them, so they come through bringing backpacks or whatever it is. And they're uh, they're all of them, yeah, uh, yeah. They're all black men, and they were talking about doing an e- an event here on campus for the students, and they're talking about security, like getting something for like so the kids won't be running around. You know, you kind of corral them in or whatever it is, but make sure that they're cool. And the one who was screaming, the little white woman, she says, uh, "Well, why don't we get some of?" Uh, why don't we ask some of Larry's fraternity buddies? And she kind of flexed. And she was like, like, you know. And it's like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, these are fucking lawyers and doctors. And what the fuck? Like, how how dare you? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, you should have told her to be more gentle. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is like, it's a microaggression that this happens, right? And there was a, there was, um, uh, a young, she was a younger uh, black teacher. She was an IEP teacher, and how she would get sabotaged. Like I would see this shit, but what was crazy what was absolutely nuts. Um, was the effect of having your hands tied that they felt like they couldn't say or do anything, right? Like they would just. It was kind of like. Fuck these motherfuckers! Like, like it was this that, but they couldn't act or do anything else. Like, wouldn't, and I'd hear it, and I'm the type of motherfucker that I just won't shut up. Like, well, don't fucking like. I just I'll just say it like or whatever it is, and um, but here's the thing too. Here's and and I'm going through all that because when there's there's different ways you can fight against it, right? Like I said, you you vote, and I hate saying this because voting could go both. Voting could go like. Your vote does doesn't count, whatever it is, but it does count on a municipal city level. Like you do, your voice does have a change. Where like with school boards, like you could vote them motherfuckers out. You could you could organize your neighborhood to get them out, right? But also, 
and and that's what that's how you like work with the system, right? To fix stuff. That's how you kind of go in and whatever. I'm a, more of an against the system type of person. Like I'm, I'm more confrontational, whatever it is, and more like petty with the way I like to do shit. So there was three black women. <laughs> there were three black women that worked here: the IEP teacher, uh, the secretary, who was young. She was like like in her early twenties. Was she hot? Uh, I wasn't. I mean, it's pretty, but I wasn't. Well, what the fuck was her name? You were in the what? Savannah. Interested? Yeah, she was married. She had a bunch of kids, too. Oh, she was so married. Also, like, yeah. um, oh, she fucks. Probably should have hit her up. She gets down. <laughs> um, and uh, I forgot what the name of it, but it's a it's a teacher that helps you catch up on your credits. And she was an older. The counselor? She was a, not a counselor. She was like an actual teacher. So if they're missing credits, they can go like go to her and she'll give you some packets. Or, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, she was that teacher, and everybody called her grandma. She was an older black lady, um, Miss Calloway, fucking sweetheart, and um, she just did her own thing. Like she's used to it. She was like, "Fuck this shit." She got to this whatever. Hell yeah, dude! We smashed a bunch of times. <laughs> smashed Granny. Um, but anyway, so they, they were the only three. There were the only three black women, and then Larry, who was the the, the cable guy. The, uh, yeah, him. <laughs> he was the cable guy. So the school's called Hope Academy. So Black History Month came up, and I and we started. We did a series where I was like, every Thursday, the three women would come in, and I was like, you guys could talk about what, and on the radio station. So this is like broadcast. And this is FM. And I said. I just want to showcase black women in the sense of being like, you guys talk about whatever you want, but you can talk about, you know, if you want to showcase um, a historical figure that, that you feel needs to be talked about, that doesn't get recognized in, in education and in oh, whatever it is. Well, I said black women because I wanted to showcase black women. Oh, showcase black women. Yeah. And I said, or if you have a story that, that you want to share, may, maybe about uh, yeah, what they want. Um, or if you have a story to share, maybe about something that you've gone through, and 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 at, and at this time specifically, because again, this is pre-COVID, it was about um, there was too much stories about the suffrage of Black people in America. There was too much about the oppression, and it was more like, well, let's talk about the victories and that type of stuff that's happened, right? I said, but that's just my ideas. You guys, however it is, and I'll work the board. You guys just go in there and talk. And I'm like, cool. And they had three different ones. So, like, Miss Calloway took, like, the older lady. She took, like, the, the historical part and talked about figures and whatever it is. Um, but we called it Women of Hope, right? So, obviously, that's Women of Hope. for. But it was also, like, it was, a, it, it was a dig to the school because it was, like, these aren't the teachers that are always brought to that forefront of that conversation. It was always, like, the white teachers, especially the white women who were causing, like, a lot of these issues. So it was a slight dig to them. Then I emailed it to like the superintendent. I emailed Sounds it to like the school. Too much drama going on, Franco in the school, huh? Dude, that it's like a fucking episode of Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. That's not, dude. That's barely the scratching <laughs> the surface of it, dude. And I'm only talking about the racist aspect of it. I'm not. I haven't even touched on the money aspect of it, how or how the racism affects that that where the money goes. How they had teachers here that didn't speak fucking Spanish, but yet they were having Spanish speaking only students here. That the teachers couldn't communicate to. Oh, because they get that extra buck, dude. Exactly. And then they keep the students under 100 students. Damn, I could have taught those motherfuckers. Me siéntense cabrones. Dude. Prender putos. And you know what? Here's the crazy part. 
let's just have to here, – and here's how fucked up the system is. If we, if that would have happened, like, we could be like, oh, I have a friend who speaks Spanish. Maybe they could come on and we'll kind of make up a position. Nah, you need, like, a degree, huh? No, I was I don't have a degree. Oh, you don't? I was I was an educator with them, and they found a way to bring me in. That's what I'm saying. The, the, the system is so fucked up and so, like, wishy-washy. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Like, the, you could come in as a... I'm just saying, like a teacher's assistant or whatever, and those have, you would just be playing the switch in the back, and if they need you, they'll call you. If a parent, uh, like parents would be calling that only spoke Spanish, and nobody would be able to speak to them. What? That's crazy. That's this what I'm like saying. a lot of Spanish speakers up in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And that's what, and, and I talk about that because, like, the stuff that we're doing, I mean, again, this, is, this neighborhood is one of the most densely populated black and brown neighborhoods, not only in Phoenix, but Arizona. In Arizona. So... To see that, again, to see systemic racism played out with the students, right? Like, you think these motherfuckers are fighting against mask mandates? Oh, man, that's why I stay out of that. Politics yeah. and all that shit, dude, it's so demanding. It's exhausting. It really is. I don't fuck around with none of that, dog. But you have to for, like, your kids. Yeah, I know. That's what's fucked up because it's the schools that they're going to. Yeah. And it's just understanding it, right? Like, I like with and when people say that, it, it, it's hard because it's daunting. But at the same time, it's like it's it's not like it's a hobby. It's not like extracurricular activity. It's your your life. Like these motherfuckers. And, and I'll be damned if they're going to make decisions about me without me, right? Like for reals. And it, it just it's just how much are you going to have your voice be heard, right? Or how much of an impact? Or are you just going to bitch about it? Or what are you actually going to do about it? And... I chase those motherfuckers off. Like, for real, like, it, like, honestly, it was like, you guys aren't welcome here. Like, you know, that, that system worked. That's what I did work, the pushback against them, and now they're not here. But that also clears the way for us to see, like, all right, cool, here are the red flags to notice if another one tries to, tries to come up. And, you know, the guy who, who tried to, um, so there was an informant that was doing some work out of here. And we, not out of the radio station, but there was some stuff, and, um, he narked on on uh, on some stuff that was going on within the black community here, and all this shit ended up happening. So it was like, what the fuck? But that guy ended up getting chased out. Now he's back in like Washington. So it's 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 a fuck. It's it's a real trip when like you got to have your guard dogs, but you got to be on top of it at all point, at all at all times. You know. Everybody's so full of shit, bro. It's yeah. Not even funny. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. including myself. Yeah, talking to a motherfucking microphone. Like, I got millions of people of the Rocks fans. Nah, nah, it's crazy, though. Yeah, fuck, dude. You do you, man. I can't fucking really... I can't get into that shit, man. It's too much. And it sucks that I can't, like, really fucking go out and vote and tell other people to vote and all that shit. Because you need a lot of people, too. Like you said, to get the school board out. Yeah. Yeah, you could go vote yourself, but they got the other 10 people that are going to vote voting for them. Because mm-hmm. it's honestly, those are like small votes. Sometimes only like 30 votes and they won by one, you know? Yeah. But it's like, damn, you, you got to go convince at least your fucking family members, like, vote against this motherfucker. But then your family's like, dude, I don't even, I don't even fucking vote. Yeah, exactly. And most motherfuckers ain't going to get up and vote. Most motherfuckers don't vote. And that's at least, at so, least for smaller like shit, yeah. everybody gets up and vote for the big ones, the the presidential election. Yeah, they're stickers. Yeah. 
I mean, there, there's it's always hard trying to come up with solutions to a problem with such deep systemic oh, issues. Yeah. Like, you have to trace everything back, and then the more you try to trace back, it's like, well, how far back do you go? Like, yeah. and then what what new system do you decide is better now with yeah. all the the shit that's already been put in place? You know what I mean? It's it's not as easy as said as done. I mean, yeah. the, the easiest way that I could see it would possibly be doing it similar to how the Panthers tried to create that community and have the community teaching the kids Mm -hmm. and feeding the kids and keeping it that way, you know, because then you have a way to kind of solve the issue of, you know, the racial barrier between a student and somebody that they're learning from and any type of racist, you know, things that they might not even realize that they do. You know what I mean? Because that's just the way that they grew up kind of thing. It's it's deep. No, it really really is. And I think that's, you know, like, I mean, not to get that deep. It wasn't that deep into it. But, like, how you said it was, like, how the government infiltrated the Panthers and essentially destabilized it, right? And that's essentially what happened because they're – there, to give a little bit of background, is there was there was um, the Nation of Islam was operating out of here. There was um, um, some some fools who were doing uh, like ex-cons, but they were off the street, and they're all doing good. They were doing stuff for the community. Um, you have the progressive kind of old guard uh, uh, black Christians, and then you had um, the the newer younger black progressives who ultimately um, started Black Lives Matter Phoenix Metro were all operating in different parts of, the, of this property. And you're talking about vastly different sections of the black community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, moving towards progression, moving, trying to move forward and, and really do stuff for the black community solely for the black community now not saying that's a bad thing but like you look at someone like um like look at during the obama administration how as a progressive president as he was making laws for women making laws for um the lgbt community protecting them there wasn't a single law that was passed that was solely to protect the black community right so you, you really think about stuff like that. And during this time, um, and the reason why I say that is because you're talking about communities that are that, that was trying to move forward, right? And KDIF was kind of in the center of that because each, each of those groups really liked working with us, really liked the, like what we were doing. But for whatever reason, there was no intersectionality for them to work with each other. There was like a wall. And I thought that I was really weird. Then when the past, so it was like, cool, let's, what's up? Okay, I just want to, did Obama pass any legislation that specifically helped any other race? Yeah, like Latinos. Yeah. So, like, there was stuff, like, helping, uh, like, the immigrant communities, right? Okay. So there was stuff that, that was like that, like, but nothing that was solely for, like, or I could I could be wrong, but I looked into it. No, I, that, did, I, yeah. I was just asking that because yeah. I. I kind of thought about that, too, and I was like, okay, you know, he is a black president. Yeah. I try to give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, you know, he was trying to be a president for the people. I didn't think he picked any specific race and said, I'm going to do something for you. Now, yeah. but he did do things for 
other communities yeah. that included black and white and Asian and stuff but like, like that. But like with the with the uh, uh, with the immigrant community and especially the coming from the South border, yeah, there was there was been a lot of laws that protect them, right? That gotcha. all Trump ended up rolling back. So if, and yeah, if, that, if that's the case, yeah. then I feel like you said, then it's okay for it. Sounds like it would be okay for a president to select a race and say, I'm going to do something sp- yeah. specifically for you, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, so and, and, and maybe not just straight like, you know, hey, Mexicans, here's some, you know, here's your couple free passes, you know, get out of your free card. Either. Yeah, but it was, you know, certain legislative, legislative bills that did come up. Um, and, and the reason why I brought all that up, and then that's, I'm not bashing Obama, but I'm saying it's like at the time that the most could have been done for a community, what would have been at that point, right, at least in modern history. Um, or just in history in fucking general. So anyways, the point is, um, but at that time, a really suspicious call went in that that forced everybody out from this property. It forced everybody out and except us. And looking back on it, I was like, we were the only, we were the only group that wasn't predominantly black. And... Um, years go by and I, I'm thinking about it and kind of piecing stuff together and just looking at other stuff I'm like that motherfucker and it was one of the people who was in well, I'll say now but he was one of the founders of what became Black Lives Matter Phoenix Metro and I was like that motherfucker's an informant and I was like I, fuck, I had my own conspiracy theory and I actually checked out with a couple other people and they're like, you know what, that's what we thought too, whatever, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And um, I called Dan, some some stuff he had said, and I looked into it a little bit more. Nobody could verify who this fucking dude was. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, fuck, like kicking myself because I'm like, damn, we got duped. Like, right, there's just one of those things. You got got. You got got. And, but that was the thing, right? So when we're talking about, when I talk about, like, dude, seeing the systemic the systemic fucking issues that are plaguing this country from, from, you know, from people being brainwashed to, you know, capitalism is going to work for them, whether it be women owned, black owned, Latina owned, it's, it's still all a form of oppression. Like we believe that this is our way out of poverty, but it's like, it's not, it's through community programs, right? It's through all these different things. And r- really understanding that and then seeing it playing out in, like I said, the education way, the this, the the community organization sort of way, all these different things, but also, and that's briefly what we talked about yesterday, Recio was like how why the stuff that like the stuff of veterans education is so important on cannabis because like the military the military um, system has preyed on on black and brown communities to be to be those those lives to kind of be thrown away right and then they're come back they've come back from these wars and i see it within my family i see it with my father and i see it with my cousins who they're they're only really their only real form of therapy besides like therapy but is is through alcohol it is through drinking like literally what was t- not not from my father but one of my cousins he, he's literally and it's fucking crazy but he said he drinks at night just so he could like pass out and get a fucking good night's sleep because they have nightmares or whatever it is. And I said, dude, if you just smoke bud or whatever it is, but it's 
condition for bake bros alcoholism. Your coffee. A lot of things, dude. But it's it's not. It's just it's like again. That's why I say like community stuff like this. What's going on with October second is why it's an important. Like we all know veterans. We all know somebody who could just go, hey, check this out. Or if you know anybody that can that can really um, benefit from this, you should check out this this event. It's free. Just go sign up. It's recreational. You don't need a card. Yeah, go al- check alcohol it out. Alcohol is a big a big issue in the I guess I would say in the veteran and the military community for yeah. sure. It's kind of, in a, in a way it's like you know you drink a beer with your buddy, you know, mm-hmm. and then it becomes. A habit, and then next thing you know, when you get out, you're still drinking those beers. And so, some people, you know, it can get overwhelming and start to consume their life. So, yeah, definitely, cannabis is something that we want to try to steer to people to try to help them get off of all different types of stuff, you know. Turn those moose lodges into smoking lodges, yeah, that'd be nice. They have comfortable chairs in there, Mm -hmm. and then. But that, but yeah, like that's that's a prime example. Is like all the all the lodges are all they're all bars. And what's crazy is, like, the government bans any studies on any of this to see which way it really, like, scientific you know, whatever the fuck they need yeah. to approve this shit, FDA or whatever. The government don't even allow the studies to go down. It's, like, illegal for you, for these big companies, corporations, the, the big pharma even, to study, study the compounds in weed and what they're good for and what they'll treat and not. It's, like... The funding's not there for it, and the government don't give a fuck. Yeah, big Parmesan cheese. Because it's a minority thing, where it was before. Remember, it was considered the the, the crazy Mexicans brought it from Mexico, and yeah. and if you smoke it, your white women are going to get raped by blacks and Mexicans. Like, that's literally what the government was saying about weed. And, like, we're slowly trying to fucking take the stigma and bullshit away. The gateway drug. Gateway drug, everything. So. <laughs> now you're not going to rape. It actually gonna... helps you get out of it helps some people fucking stop doing other drugs, especially the pain yeah. medication, bro, which is so fucked up. That's probably the number one k- killer in the drug game, right? It's got to be pharmaceuticals. Probably yeah, kills they, more people than any other drug. I think that the first major step in that was accepting hemp and CBD. And then ever since then, it kind of opened up the door to actually be able to s- study more of the cannabis plant. And they're, We know, need to, man. We need to know exactly what the fuck's st- going on yeah. in there, dog. We already know it fucking ain't going to kill you. Yeah. Fucking hundreds of years of studying <laughs> this motherfucker. Just pseudoscience. You know, we're out here. We smoke that motherfucker. Everybody fucking Snoop Dogg's a testament to weed doesn't kill you. <laughs> that motherfucker's been smoking for the last 50 years. That looks 80, immortal. 80 blunts a night. Yeah, bro. He's out there <laughs> working for the Olympics and shit. Do you see the little horse one? Nah, he was uh, commentating for the Olympics. It's hilarious. He did the little, when the horse was sea walking. He's like, that motherfucker sea walking, cuh. <laughs> he's like, yeah, they got Snoop on NBC talking like this. this dude, he, that motherfucker just, he's probably the most most famous rapper of all time, right? Yeah, he's got to be up there. Like, my dad knows who he is. He's yeah. Household name. Yeah. Household name for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because like, when my dad sees him or whatever, on he's like, oh, pinche Snoopy Lobby Love. He calls him that, Snoopy Lobby Love. Like, yeah, he's like, Snoop yeah, Dog. he's like the, you know, like the new Bob Marley, like world, yeah, exactly. world renowned, world renowned, bro. Yeah. Everybody knows who Snoop is, and he don't turn down a job. He's like the face of the Uber Eats in like Australia, bro. <laughs> so he's like their main dude on the commercials and shit. It's hilarious. Cool. Some dude posted some shit online. And it's like Snoop don't turn down anything, dog. And he had a compilation of, yeah. 
He has, he's got yeah. like a German commercial. You see that one? Everything. He's all speaking German, bro. He's all walking, doing yeah, shit in the German. Back. Korean one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saw. You probably saw the same thing, dog. It was like ten different. Yeah, like different yeah, different slides on on Instagram. I was like, this shit is hilarious. Yeah, man. the one he just did with Kevin Hart. That's funny. Uh, I, th- I thought that was the Olympics. That wasn't the Olympics? Possibly. That, it was. Whatever it was. I just okay. saw it on the gram. It was funny. Them yeah, because they, comment- they were doing, like, site commentary for the Olympics yeah. on the NBC. I think it was for, like, their website. And that show's hilarious. But, yeah, dude, we've been at it two hours now. You guys got any closing words before we dip out? Make sure you guys to check out the Cannafest 2021 brought to you by Veterans Cannabis Group. Uh, October 2nd, 2021, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. It will be free. Make sure you fucking just sign up. What's the website? Yeah, just uh, Veterans Cannabis Group, AZ.com. Just go on there, register. You get your tickets. And we'll see you on that Saturday. We'll see you there, man. Remember, don't don't drink and drive. Smoke and fly. <laughs> Any closing words, my dude? Uh, nah, you already know, man. Just, just, you know. I like that chain. Uh, yeah, Renegade Label. Hell yeah, Renegade Label. You guys Renegade got, label. You got a Spotify, Instagram, anything? Uh, Instagram. What's the Instagram? On Sway, all right, dude. I'll make sure it's I like keep. Like, we'll keep... We'll follow you guys and make sure uh, you know we'll stay in touch and yeah. keep working, man. Franco, any closing words before we dip out of this, mother, mother? Uh, shout out to Lario's family. Rest in peace, Robert. Um, no, yeah, just just us stay stay in touch on our, both our Instagrams, the Roach Clip one and uh, uh, Franco underscore six hundred two. There's a lot of events that are coming up. Oh, there's one for a Mass Lib. They're having an event. Uh, well, KDS going to host them uh, an event here uh, where they're going to talk about displacement um, here at uh, 6401 South 16th Street in the auditorium. That's this Tuesday. Um, I'm not sure the time. It's uh, I think it's in the p.m. Tuesday, August what? Uh, 17th, I think. August 17th, 2021. Yeah. So if you're listening so. to this in 2022. Don't show you, up. You, you got you know, or in September, and here's the other thing I'm gonna say. I'm gonna be really honest. I don't know. I know a lot of the people that are involved with Mass Lib, but I'm not sure about the organization. I'm gonna go learn and um, see what they're about. Yeah, because everybody knows. Like I'm very highly critical of of nonprofits and um, a lot of organizations that go and try to extract our stories and essentially make us relive our traumas over and over so they can go get government funding. So, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if they are are not like that, and that's no diss on them. Um, so don't don't take my word as to be like, oh yeah, cool, it's fucking you know, fuck the system. Yeah, fuck the system. But <laughs> are they the ones you're gonna do with? So if you, if you just want to get education, ask your questions, whatever it is, and see what they're about. Cool. I I, I highly recommend for you to come down and use critical thinking. Because they may be about and they may not, and I don't know, but that's that's what the space is for. Let me pull it up. Don't pull it out, Franco. Okay. His zipper's going down. Oh, my God, Franco, put that. I'll tuck it in. What's that, a scar on it? You got a scar on your dick, Franco. A couple of them. A couple of them. So sexy. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, yeah, while Franco's looking this up, shout out to my brother Prodi on his first baby. Prodi will be here next week again with us, you know, at uh, King J. I don't know where the fuck he's at. I haven't heard from that guy in a minute. I think last time I seen him, he was going to Chicago, so be careful out there, King J. 
Don't be doing stupid shit. And yeah, shout out to uh, <laughs> to the Veterans Cannabis Group. You know what I'm saying? Make sure to be there at the Cannafest 2021. I'll have the link at the bottom of the episode under the description. Make sure to click it, sign up, be there, or be square. What's up, Franco? Uh, it is this Tuesday, August 17th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And this is from their Instagram. Instagram. It's MassLibAZ. Uh, next Tuesday, join MassLib and our hashtag South Phoenix Community for this important conversation on the disproportionate impact of displacement on us. We will also identify, discuss the causes of displacement in South Phoenix, uh, policing, incarceration and criminalization, zoning, environmental injustice, housing violence. And you could also um, register online to be a part of it. But I think they're also doing a, a Zoom, so you don't necessarily have to be here. So if you're, you know, safe. Oh, you can tune in on the Zoom. Yeah. Nice. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real. I'm going to be real. Just reading this. I read this a couple times. This is conversations they've been having a, for a few years now. And I'm not sure what, they haven't gone anywhere with it. So I'm going to be real. This is personally speaking. I've been through enough of these meetings. I feel like I don't necessarily need to go to that one because I'm, I'm tired of talk. But, I mean, I'll still go. But, if you again, I say if people are looking to really understand and learn about what the fuck is happening, and not only gentrification, but it's the displacement through gentrification, that what gentrification causes, then definitely check it out to get that information. So this Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. There you go. Be there. Be square. We are the Road Clip Podcast. Go fuck yourself, bitches. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.